today on the program. Would you please put some pants on? I feel weird having to ask you twice. It's The Hangover. funny because i woke up naked (laughs) (laughs) fuck he's gonna keep that in (laughs) hello welcome to the rewatch party i am your host nick joining me today is the dong to my ken jong anthony (laughs) i mean i ain't a big guy but i (laughs) (laughs) yeah i for what he's packing he's way too proud (laughs) there's no way that if my bush completely hid my junk I would appear naked on a major motion picture. I'm not going to say that there's no way, because if they wrote me a check, probably like what he got, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. They can see my tiny penis. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. I am mad at it. Yeah. Also with us, Manny. I'm not all here. No. That, that's why I introduced him, because there's only half of Manny here. Yeah. I'm fully clothed, though. <laughs> it's like that's going to a pilot song. And that's a... That's, Oh yes, half, half the mania, the mania I, used I used to be. be. Half the mania I used to be. <laughs> Fully clothed is a is a big accomplishment for you, bud. It is. Yeah, that's, I'm You're proud wearing of you. long pants. I'm proud of you. I am wearing long pants. Well, these were the closest pants I could find. So you got when some I... new shoes too. New shoe goofing over here. No, these aren't new shoes. Oh, they're just. I hurt myself, so I've been wearing more comfortable shoes. Typically, <laughs> he wears heels. Pulled a nine inch nails. Yeah. You hurt yourself today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it through this today. That's all right. We'll, we'll survive today. We are talking about the Hangover from 2009, directed by Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips obviously did all three of these. They kept him around for the entire franchise, but he did Joker, Due Date. He did Joker. He did Joker mm-hmm. and Due Date and War Dogs. Wow, that Jonah Hill gun movie. Yeah, old school. And Road Trip. Old School and Road Trip are pretty good. Pretty uh, pretty I'm trying good. trying to remember if no, I've no. seen that War Dogs movie. I don't think I have. It was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Um, also, he's the uh, creep in the elevator. He plays some creepy guy in all three of these movies. Oh. But when they like open the elevator and that woman's blowing a guy, he's, he's the guy... And if you're going to work yourself into a movie, dude getting blown in an elevator is pretty sweet role. He wasn't she... Wasn't he between her legs? Oh, was he going down on I her? I think he was giving her the head. Man, in, in celebration of doing this movie, I, right, kinda, I, I missed, do not remember. I missed part of that. <laughs> what? Somebody was giving somebody head? Yeah, they're like, we're going up, bud. And like, yep, that works. Yeah. Well, he's already going down. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, anyway, he was creeping the elevator, yeah. Damn. So this is written by John Lucas and Scott Moore, uh, who apparently only work as a duo. Seem to always write together. They did 21 and Over, Bad Mom's Christmas, Jexy, that... That guy from uh, Workaholics movie where he the falls curly hair guy? No, the the blondish guy. Adam oh, the tall, the tall, skinny dude. No, the third one. Oh, the stocky guy. Yeah. Cool. It's something where he falls in love with an app. I don't remember what. I don't. I never saw Jexy. I just know it's about he oh, Jexy. falls in love yeah. with with an app or some shit. What's it anyway, called? Jexy. Jexy. J e x i. Anyway, yeah. written by never the same it. people. Never heard of it. It's. I think it's supposed to be. I think it was kind of supposed to be a spoof of her. Probably so, because it came out around the same time. Yeah. yeah. And they love to do that. 
making spoofs. Case in point, Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact. Deep. Right. Well, like Dante's Inferno and Volcano. Right. Those both come out at the same time, too. Yeah, they, they, they love to do that. They do that a lot. Lord of the Rings and Little Guy's Burning Jewelry. That that movie that what? came out at the same time, <laughs> Little Guys Burning Jewelry, <laughs> Little Guys Burning Jewelry, yeah. That, remember that? No. Yeah. Oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we open up on uh, the wedding prep. You know, we see the catering van. They're unloading flowers and setting up the cake and all that. Like, just, you as a viewer, like, okay, there's a, there's a wedding about to happen. Got it. Like, this is. This is what we call visual storytelling. Uh, now, during all of this, we hear phone calls being made and ringing and then going to voicemail. We get, uh, this is Doug, this, and then this is Stu, and then this is Phil. And Phil's is the one's like, yeah, leave a message. What, whatever you do, don't text me. It's gay. Didn't, we, didn't it open up? I thought it started at first with the phone call. Did you guys? No, did, not yet. Not yet? Not oh, yet. Maybe I'm confused. Did you guys watch the unrated version? I did because that's how what I have on DVD. Yeah, okay. the only version that I have is the one that was on HBO Max. That's oh. where I watched it. So I don't know if that's the and it's Max or not. for a reason. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember seeing no peepees. That's why the peepees at the very very end. Oh no, Ken Jong's peepee. Yeah. Well, you can't really see it. Is the point we were making earlier? Yeah, mine saw you saw Zach Galifianakis. But Max's it wasn't it wasn't his. It was a it was a prosthetic. A prosthetic. But I guess we we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. But there was penis in mine, so maybe it was unrated. There was okay. penis in mine, too. I can't say the same. <laughs> Manny's without penis. All right, so... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> making these calls is Tracy. Tracy is Sasha Baris. Uh, basically, she's from these three movies and some TV. And other, but uh, She can't understand why she can't get a hold of anyone on her wedding day... And uh, if there's one thing you do not want to do is piss off a bride on her wedding day. So she is fuming. And her dad, the great, the wonderful, but I hear also problematic, Jeffrey Tambor from Arrested Development. He's problematic? Apparently he's... Why? What do you do? He's... he's, I think in the same way Bill Murray's problematic. Like, I think he's just kind of oh, an I asshole see. on set. Hmm. Yeah, Bill Murray is He's not raping anybody or diddling anyone. He's just... He's just, just an asshole. Just an asshole. But he's fucking... I mean, God damn it. His two roles in Arrested Development alone are enough to make me love this man. He's <laughs> fucking wonderful. But he's like, funny, funny it's, it's Vegas. There's no clocks. There's no windows. He's probably on a heater. You never walk away from the table if you're on a heater. She's like, yeah, you do if you're getting married. He's like... <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? What on a heater? Being on a heater, yeah. When you're on a run, you're like you're on a roll, like you're winning, you're winning, you're winning. Oh, uh, like, on the I table am making a fuckload of money, so obviously casino. you don't walk away okay, when you're yeah. making a fuckload Gambling. of money. Right. I do. Usually the way I gamble is I decide like if I make this much money I'm walking away. And as soon as I hit that much money I walk, walk away. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to do I've it. I've never done I go uh the the money I'm uh, willing to lose is in this pocket. Everything else is in the other pocket. And when this pocket goes empty, I walk away. I've never had to worry about when I win this much. It's just when I've lost what I'm willing to part with. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Because I'll sit down and be like, okay, I'm willing to lose this much, and I'm going to walk away if I win this much. And usually I walk away when I've lost this much. (laughs) That's usually usually a, a win thing. 
Also, I just completely forgot that they gambled in Vegas. I just it's just a debaucherous town, man. <laughs> I forgot they gambled. I forgot that there was gambling in Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> I forgot there was cheese in Wisconsin. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's cheese in Wisconsin. Oh, there is. They're the cheese heads. <laughs> oh my god. This is going to be a special episode. I'm here all week, folks. Yeah, you might be because I'm leaving your ass. Anyway, (laughs) her phone rings. It's Phil, who is Bradley Cooper, Mr. Handsome himself, back on the show again. And he will be on the show many times again. Again. Um, He's like, hey, so uh, um, we fucked up. What do you mean we're getting married in five hours? Uh, Yeah, that's not going to happen. We lost Doug. And then it cuts, whatever. So we get uh, the credits start officially over like empty shots. Like I don't know how they got so many shots of Las Vegas looking like a ghost town. They probably had to like erase them all out, all people out or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But we get a lot of empty Vegas and L.A. shots. And I don't know how, but that's where we are. So now it goes back to two days earlier. We're at Tracy's parents' house. Uh, we see a family portrait, which shows us Alan, Zach Galifianakis, being her brother, right? Uh, he's getting fitted for a suit. Doug, who's Justin Bartha, is the actor, is watching him. Alan freaks out at the end scene, much like Stallone in Grudge Match. <laughs> yeah. What is he called? Pervert or something? Yeah, he's like, watch a pervert. He's like, he's got to measure in. Well, he's getting very close to my shaft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he calls it a shaft. That's right. <laughs> shaft, yeah. So he's like, you know what? You guys, you guys can go on to Vegas without me. I don't want you to fuck worry about my wife's brother being there, and then you might not have as much fun because of your wife's brother. He's like, no, bud. Hey, you're you're my brother now. You need to be there. Okay. Well, I want you to know, whatever happens, I will not talk about it. Even if we kill a guy, I swear to God, I will not. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, that's that's the type of guy you want on your side, though. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. And you just could tell by looking at Zach Galifianakis that he would actually do it. If it came down to, like, we got to kill this person, he would yeah, do it. He's in. No questions asked. Yep. Yeah. So this is where Jeffrey Tambor takes Doug out to the garage and shows him the sweet-ass fucking vintage Mercedes. This car is sexy. I am not a car guy, as my brother has said to me in life a thousand times and on this show before. I am not a car guy, but this car is sexy as fuck. It is, but it's also one of those like it's a rich guy car. Like if a oh, car rolls sure. up in it, you're it's like, all this lo- dude's an it, asshole. it's all looks like, and not performance. Uh, yeah. Like there's nothing yeah. to it other than it looks. Like there's some dudes that roll up all in like appearance. a sweet old car, and you're like, dude, this dude wrenched on that car. He put his life and soul. Oh in that yeah, car. yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. a dude rolls up in that, he's just bought it. <laughs> For sure, but it looks fucking sexy. Yeah, no, it's cool car. <laughs> I, I would still be like, all right, money well spent, sir. <laughs> you know, like I would. Yeah. Um, so he's like, all right, so I want you to take this. Uh, don't worry what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, <laughs> except for herpes. That shit comes back. It's good advice. It's like, true. Okay, now I know that my father in law has herpes. <laughs> I guess the best way to find that out compared to how other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, better than on your wedding night. We're like, yeah, I have herpes. I got it from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he, so he's like, don't, don't let Alan drive. Yeah, definitely not. Or Phil. I don't like him, <laughs> which is 
Fair, because Phil is not a trustworthy guy. Phil, speaking of Bradley Cooper, is a teacher who conned his entire class to ask their parents for field trip money, and then he collects all of their field trip money and puts it into his own envelope labeled Vegas. He scammed money from these kids and their parents to fund his Vegas trip. <laughs> and if Good. you're going to do it, that's bad enough. But if you're going to do it, don't write Vegas on the envelope. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Field right, trip like on the envelope. St. Oh, Jude's hey. kid cancer. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> yeah. At, that, at the end of the whole grift, finally he's <laughs> yeah. honest. Yeah. That's, that's, that's important. <laughs> that guy's going places. Probably be president one day. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he's shady enough, but stupid enough to be obvious. Yeah. Perfect for president. Yeah. <laughs> Can imagine if Biden was this guy? <laughs> no. Okay, kids, we, I just need you to get some money for your parents. So we can go to and by the way. And, uh, you know, we can fix the terrible treatment of penguins at the zoo. And fuck yeah, I'm off to Vegas, baby. I don't know how to do a <laughs> you, Biden impression. You sound, yeah, you sound like Reagan. I, uh, I think almost GW. I don't know. But, yeah, he's... I don't, Biden probably. I mean, fuck if it's up, any anyway. politician, it's going to be like, "Yeah, give me the money. We're going to use it for this." And yeah. they're like, "No, that's our money." No. <laughs> yeah. that's- <laughs> All right, I got Viagra for the next year. <laughs> oh, he's 70, 76, 78. Viagra ain't doing shit for Biden anymore. All right, so outside, uh, <laughs> except Al- for lowering his blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alan is sitting in the car with Doug, and he's like. Um, how long are we going to be? Because I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of the school. He <laughs> said, we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here. <laughs> we shouldn't be here. It's like, it's, like, it's wait, fine. What? <laughs> yeah, or a Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to be within 200 feet of school. Yeah. Or a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I did make that note. <laughs> uh, also, then, when, he was getting, <laughs> when he was getting sized up <laughs> in the, for the suit, he was wearing, uh, Alan uh, Galifianakis was wearing a jock strap. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, <laughs> you just like wear that your day-to-day? Yeah, yeah, like that's just his casual underwear. <laughs> Got to support his shaft. Uh, but this is a hint at in his stand-up, which I haven't seen all of his stuff. I saw one called, like, Zach Galifianakis at the Purple Onion or something. And for most of it, he just sits at a piano and says one-liners, like very Mitch yeah. Hedberg. You know, like, noodles on the piano and is like, at what age do you tell a highway it's been adopted? <laughs> anyway. But uh, at one of his stand-ups, he said, yeah, the problem when you look like me is you can't come within 200 feet of a school or a Chuck E. Cheese. So this <laughs> was thrown into the movie just as a little, like, gag. And I love that they don't explain it or anything. He's just like, wait, what? Yeah, or a Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, what? The fuck are you even talking about? And they just never talk yeah, about it again. It. <laughs> it's great. Um so, you know, Phil comes out, one of his students tries to talk to him, he's like, it's the weekend, you do not exist, and he just comes and hops into the car, and he's like, no, don't feed on this, ah, oh, fuck, and he hops in the back, he's like, who's this? This is Alan. Yeah, we've met like four times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, how are you, man? <laughs> Let's get out of here before one of these nerds tries to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Bradley Cooper. He's <laughs> yeah. wonderful. Uh, I think he does this this type of role very well. Like I'm the uber good looking, arrogant, alpha male jock, whatever. Yeah. Like he does this really well. But when he does other stuff, he does that well too. It's just like he this is his fucking well, wheelhouse. That look. I mean, yeah, that's like, absolutely. And he's like, not like that at all. When you'd see like, him, sorry, do but s- him and his family are about to take over ownership of the ski resort and turn it into. Yeah, a- <laughs> yes, exactly that. <laughs> 
He's not like that at all. He just... But he's likable. When he, he, and he knows, does yeah. that, he's likable. He's like, I know what I look like, and I and he knows how to play that for roles. Yeah. So then we meet Stu. Oh, God, what's that movie that he was in the, with uh, the Del Toro? Uh, just did it. Just released a couple years ago. Uh, Nightmare Alley or something. Oh, I haven't seen Nightmare oh, Alley man. yet. I've never even heard of that. Not like Del Toro. Yeah, it's Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good, but it's messed up. It's a messed. Up. It's not one that well, you walk away being like, "Well, I'm I'm I feel good about the world now." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad to watch that again. It's Guillermo del yeah. Toro, and um, I, that is on my two watch list. I have not seen Nightmare Alley yet. As of recording, wait till we get to the ends, and it's already in because I've watched it a few times. I'm sure. <laughs> um, all right, so then we meet Stu, who is Ed Helms. And his girlfriend, Melissa, played by Rachel Harris. And she is just the naggiest of all naggy bitches. Oh, yeah. Like, every, every guy's like, oh, fucking naggy bitch, whatever. When it's like, all I'm saying is don't leave your dirty socks on the floor. Like, they're, they're saying legitimate things. Right. And guys are like, ah. no, she legitimately is a terrible bitch. And it's like, make sure you pack your Rogaine. Packing the Rogaine. And fucking use it. I can tell when you don't. Packing and using the Rogaine. Got it. It's only going to be gone for one night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call me immediately. Not like that last time. It's like, I was linked to the podium and I was the keynote speaker and she just stares at it. Which, but I understand, yes, I was wrong in doing that. My fault. Like, he is whooped. Oh, but he's whooped by everybody. Well, yeah. He yeah. Helms, like, yeah. And uh, I was an asshole and you're right. I am sorry. But it's like... I'm, if you're a keynote speaker at a fucking thing and you got to go and do the speech, like, bitch, I'll fucking let you know when I'm done. You know, like, yeah. at some point, she needs to just fucking dial just it get back. off his dick. <laughs> but she needs to be a bitch so that the ending of the movie can be what it is. Right. So she's like, I'm, I'm just worried Phil's going to take you to a strip club or something because that's what guys like him do. Yeah, I... I hate strip clubs because all of those girls are somebody. And she goes, somebody's daughter. It's daughters. Yeah, that's exactly what I was like. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was just going to say that. but And she's like, I wish that all your friends were as mature as you. And then we hear Bradley Cooper outside. Paging Dr. Faggot. Yeah. Dr. Faggot. She's like, I guess I should go. Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Definitely a different. I mean, this was two thousand and nine, and you're like, man, different that was, life. That's yeah. I don't. You wouldn't get away with that. No, now at all, no. You know? And that's probably <laughs> the only time I will ever say that f word on this on this program. <laughs> you said it. But three yeah, times, I remember buddy. the first time I watched it. It's like, I, I, you know, you don't even think too much about it. But it, it is yeah, I definitely advance. It's the advancement of it. society. Yeah, it's almost like progress is a good thing. Yeah. So I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I was drunk when I watched it, though. Well, now you're well that's the way to watch a movie like this. Oh, and yeah, now I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love that they're driving on old, old Highway 15, goes from L.A. to Vegas, and they're drinking in the car. Of course, because what the fuck, you, you're not going to drink on your way to Vegas? It makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, but it's like, put the top up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, but, <laughs> you know, Doug's like, hey, Alan, because Alan's shotgun, he's like, am I good over there? Yeah, you're fine. And he tries to change lenses. There's a fucking semi. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That was classic. Yeah. We get the first of many classics. That's, that's Alan's line. Yeah. And that is the only good thing I have to say about Missouri is that open containers are not illegal yes, in sir. Missouri. You can drive around as long as you're not driving. Yeah, as long as everybody you're not the in the car driving. can have an open container. And boy, does that make road tripping fun. Oh, shit, yeah, it does. That's the best part. Of, that's the only good thing about Missouri. I used to go canoeing every year in Missouri, and that's because they know that that's the, the only way to deal with being in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
they also have like the highest like incidence of fatalities and car accidents in Missouri. <laughs> I, I, wonder, I wonder why. Hey, that's because of a mental health problem and not a drinking problem. Hey, that's okay? the cost of freedom. All yeah. right? Hey, you know what? Missouri is free. <laughs> and you're going to die yeah, for it's it. It's free and still nobody wants it. <laughs> freedom freedom costs a buck oh five or your life. Three fifty. No, Bucko Five. It's about Tree Fitty. Tree Fitty was Loch Ness Monster, but there was an actual song about <laughs> right. freedom from, from Team America World. Yeah, oh. freedom is not free. Casa Bucko. If you don't throw in your Bucko Five, who will? If freedom is free. There's a no, hefty there's, fucking fee. I love that. It's a hefty fucking fee. <laughs> if you don't throw in your Bucko Five, who will? <laughs> that's, that's pretty damn cheap. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah, but there's you know. What five million Americans? If they all throw in a buck oh five, that, that adds up pretty quick. That'd uh, be over five million dollars. That would be over five million dollars right there. That'd be exactly. I love when people look at like shit that's like obviously there's thousands or hundreds of thousands of that thing, and like God, there's got to be more than a dozen in there. You know, like, well, <laughs> technically yes. <laughs> there's probably a better way to say that, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, just all right, say so, fuck all. That's a fuck all. That's in a there. fuck all. Yeah, just give it a vague term. So they stop to get gas. Now Phil and Doug are inside talking about Alan. Like, is he is he okay? Like in the head, I mean, mentally, is he all right? What's going on with that guy? And he's out there guarding the car. And an old man was like, "Oh God, that's a nice car." Yeah, you don't even fucking look at it. Don't touch it. Keep walking, yeah, old he's man. Like, don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Don't even look at it. <laughs> and then it cuts inside as Phil and Doug are talking, and you can hear Alan still outside like, I'll fucking knock an old man out. I don't care. Like, <laughs> he's still out there going off. <laughs> it was fucking great. Um, so, and then Doug's like, yeah, he's fine. Everything's good. Tracy just says, don't let him gamble. Also, don't let him drink too much. And we get Bradley Cooper's great lines. Was he a fucking gremlin coming here with all these rules? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, previous episodes, that's great. They know. <laughs> um, so Stu lies to Melissa. Yeah, we're almost to wine country. Oh, God, it's so beautiful. I wish you were here. Okay, bye. And Phil's like, why the fuck do you need to lie to her? Like, do you not realize that makes a terrible relationship that you can't even tell her that you're going to Vegas? Well, she just... That's right, because she thought they are going to Napa. Yeah, they were going up up northern California to wine country. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. She, she worries about what, you can't go to Vegas, but she can fuck a bellhop on a carnival cruise? Okay, first off, it was a bartender, and he didn't even come inside her. How do you know that? Because I know she doesn't like semen, and they're like, at the counter? And then she just looks back at the cashier, like, yeah, that'll be all. <laughs> he didn't even come inside didn't her. Didn't even come inside That's, her. you know, even that makes it okay. Yeah. Women, it ain't cheating if he doesn't come inside. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, as Anthony. long as he pulls out and <laughs> Pull puts, out. A, puts Having, his name on the map, as that one rapper I played for says. Do you actually have to have uh, your little guys when you come for it to become? Oh, yeah. So, like, if, you, if you're clipped, can you, does it count as cheating? The yeah. answer to that, ladies, is no. Oh, right. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to schedule that. You know, my HSA covers that. This is. Uh, there you go. Oh, I encourage everybody to get clipped. <laughs> that way you don't have to use protection anymore. Remember listeners to Like sir. a condom Or a fake name Remember listeners to <laughs> Spay and neuter yourselves <laughs> Yes please It's not that bad It does now The worst part about it Is when they put your head In the chute And tie your leg back 
<laughs> That's an old cow. That's an old cowboy joke. I guess. Nut and cattle. Uh, nut and cattle. What you eating? <laughs> nut and cattle. <laughs> Remember that old commercial, Nut and nut Honey? Nut and Honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the the cartoon where, you know, the wife comes and is like, what are you eating? And the cereal box says, nut and bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but at the bottom, it's like, how arguments start. <laughs> anyway, I'll share that to our Twitter. Oh, so, oh God. How, how have I gone all this time in my life without... Thinking a nut and bitch? Without, well, yeah, well, without, like, without a big finishing, old... when I finish in the bedroom, and be like, nut and honey. <laughs> that was good for me, yeah. I'm nut and honey. <laughs> yep, all yep. right. All so... right, there we are. <laughs> Sorry, you know, there, a, a, a little bit of a go when, when I was inside you? Yeah, that was really good for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you looked at me in the eyes when you said that. Wasn't weird for me. You said you weren't going to tell anybody. <laughs> All right. So Alan's talking about counting cards. <laughs> I didn't. And uh, way to spoil the secret. Oh god! This, I, I love this that. Is another hilarious. Phil, Phil's like, or no, Stu, Stu, Ed Helms, like, uh, yeah, that's illegal. It's not illegal. It's frowned. Upon. It's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. Pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after nine eleven and everybody got scared. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> you have oh, all the same notes that I have or you have right now because they're the best lines. Like, <laughs> thanks a lot, Bin Laden. Like masturbating, frowned upon. Like masturbating on I a plane. <laughs> and according to IMDb trivia, he is correct. Neither of these things are technically illegal. Uh, I knew that counting cards wasn't. I assumed that masturbating. Well, if you're, I, 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 if you're in your seat and you just whip your junk out and go at it right there, like public indecency public and there's indecency. things like that, you can't just fire off knuckle soldiers in your window seat. But you can go to the bathroom and. Oh yeah, sure. I guess yeah. And no, pull a Steve Carell get smart thing. Getting doing doing get the old it, get mile high club there. by yeah. yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, no. I guess yeah. That's a good it's, point. A lo- it's a lonely club. <laughs> I guess also if the person next to you is like you know hey you mind if I. Bust one off over here, <laughs> rub one out. Get a little nervous uh, when I fly. This relax. Yeah, you're just, just relaxing. Just just over there, just just jack, jacking, just jacking <laughs> it. And the lady next, she's like, "You want?" Some I, well, I guess I guess I'll pet the pooch a little. All uh-huh. of a sudden, everybody's just waiting for the drink card. Beat be yeah. ain't gonna flip itself. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's my type of flight. <laughs> Everybody gets off of there like they got attacked by Spider-Man. Everybody on the flight. <laughs> Jesus, what happened with you guys? <laughs> a little of this, a uh, little of that. You're a salty Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. Uh, so they get to Caesar's Palace. Alan has Alan just all the fucking great lines here. Is this uh, is this place pager friendly? What What do you mean? Well, I'm not getting a good signal to my beeper here. You got a phone bank or something? Yeah, there's phones in your room. Okay, that'll work. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Like, Caesar didn't live here? No. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think so. That's the thing, like, because the cell phones that they're all using in this movie, when this movie came out, are like flip phones. Yeah. Because, like, if Ed Helms, uh, uh, Doug, no, not Doug. uh, Stu. Stu. He wouldn't have a chance of going here because if he had like the new iPhones and stuff, you know she'd be tracking oh, his yeah. phone. She'd know exactly where he was at. Oh fuck yeah! So yeah, yeah it's a good thing this was still razor time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they upgrade their rooms to 
Like they had a few rooms, but they combined them all and got like a a, a suite. And uh, they put Stu's credit card down. It's like, yeah, well, we can deal with it when we check out. It's fine. We just need someone. Was it like five thousand dollars a yeah. night, man? He's like, yeah. It's like I, uh, she's gonna kill me. No, we'll fucking deal with it. We check out, man. We Which just this is another example of how like it's not just Stu's girlfriend that's stepping all over him. Like, the, like oh, the guys it's are everybody, yeah. Yeah. and it's not really the guys. It's just it's it's just Phil, uh, Phil, yeah. Bradley Cooper, <laughs> like, yeah. So for sure. So uh, they're up in their thing getting ready, and Stu again is on the phone with Melissa and like, oh, I wish you were here. It's so beautiful. Oh my god, the wine country. Yeah, all right, bye, and hangs up. And uh, shows the guys a ring because he's going to propose. And Doug and Phil are both immediately like, no, no. What the fuck is that? What are you doing? Um, And Alan went downstairs to grab a a few things. Yeah. That's why he's not there right now. But then he walks in. He's like, are you guys ready to let the dogs out? Who? (laughs) Who? 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 And I did make a note on this. It's like, man, someday I hope to have white pants confidence. Like he's wearing white pants. I I have a pair of white pants I bought when I was uh, doing this construction job when we were working outside in the machine yard, and uh, it was hot as fuck. And I was like, well, my black work pants make me want to kill myself, and my chub rub is terrible. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get some pants that don't attract so much heat. And uh, it was a game changer. But then I have not worn them again. Since. Yeah, no. Well, like painters always wear white pants. I yeah. was thinking that Which, too. Why the fuck do painters wear white I pants? I don't know. I mean, everything's going to have paint on it. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, like, not, and not even like white work. Like, I can see painters and stuff like that. But like, just casual. Like, in I'm going to go life. out in white slacks. Oh, yeah. He or had like, <laughs> it was like white slacks. Like, uh, I can't even wear. I have one pair of black jeans that are like old vintage Levi's. They were my dad's. And they're nice. like made in the United States 501s. Like, super nice. And I, I never wear them because I just don't have... I'm like, I wear blue jeans. I, like, cool, I guys. A, I'm not Bruce Springsteen. I can't wear black jeans. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I, too, uh, have you know, a pair So, of on top jeans. of the white pants, he also has that T-shirt that has, like, the wolf oh, the howling at the moon thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and those gla- the sunglasses. Like, we get the Allen outfit. That's Oh, yeah. Mm. Not only do people wear that same outfit, but then there are T-shirts of him in that outfit. Like, that, this, this outfit is almost as famous as the entire movie. That guy's just... The Allen outfit. Is dripping that was sex twice, appeal. and I was out of line. But I'm not sure where that made that from. <laughs> <laughs> it was twice, and I was out of line. I don't know. I'm sure it's funny, though, when you get yeah. to that part. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. So they're heading to the elevator... And we got to talk about the man bag. He's like, it's not the prison. It's not, bag? It's not a purse. It's wearing a, a purse. It's yeah. a man. It's, it's a man a bag. Satchel. Indiana. It's oh, a satchel. satchel. It's a man bag. Indiana Jones had one. Yeah, Jones well, wore one. so did Jones or jo- so did Joy Behar. <laughs> um, so the elevator opens, and this is where yes, the director Todd is making cameo, eating out his girlfriend in the and, elevator. And they're going up. Yeah, I didn't. They I didn't say get going that part. up, and everybody looks like, "Wait, up!" I thought we were going down to go. What does that Aerosmith go? We'll be going, going, going down yeah. while we're. Hello, getting... Mr. Tyler. Going down. Living it up while we're going down. That's yep. what it is. Living it up. Loving an elevator. Yeah. Living it up while I'm going down. Yeah, my my uh, my version didn't have that. <laughs> God, I love Aerosmith. I didn't get I didn't get any pussy eating in my movie. You didn't? He wasn't the guy in the tracksuit no. and the weird mustache uh, and curly hair so. wasn't? Yeah. I don't think so. That's a weird thing to cut. 
I don't know. It's like, I'd say probably three out every time I get on an elevator. I witness that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry. Where that, do you get sorry in elevators? Sorry that I'm always I in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just I just go around eating pussy in elevators. Yeah, just, every time I get in an elevator. It's usually me. I'm just like, excuse, <laughs> excuse, excuse me, miss. Could I make your ride a little more enjoyable? Yeah. Do you mind if I... No? Hey, that looks like it tastes good. <laughs> Jesus. You, you look uncomfortable. Would you like a place to sit? Let me clear off a spot. Oh, not <laughs> brush yeah. my mustache off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we all know that. One. It works every time. Yeah, I like I'm sure the, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you get the crumbs out of your mustache. Least, huh? <laughs> so they get to the roof. Uh, amazing view, you know the the Vegas skyline and the whole city thing, and a uh, nice heartfelt moment of them just like, God damn, this is amazing. Oh, I love you guys. We're here for my bachelor party, and this is all wonderful. And everybody, and then all of a sudden, Alan brings in Jaeger shots. And but, yes, listeners, we are here in studio, much to Manny's chagrin. I think it's everybody. I fucking chagrin. hate Jaeger, dude. We've got Jaeger shots poured right here. So here we go. Hey, if you like Jaeger, and, listeners, and, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you like Jaeger, instead of like what was the Talladega Nights, if you don't like Big Red, fuck you. Yeah. This is if you like Jaeger. Fuck you. Is that what yeah. you're all right, so just so yeah. we know, just so you guys all know, or the listeners know, nobody here likes Jaeger anymore. I think oh, everybody no. here probably at one time or another did, but no. we drink enough of it uh, that it's... I, I mean, I used to like it, but I just got sick off it so many times. I never actually liked it. It was just a necessary evil. I just right. don't like licorice. And this then, isn't licorice. Sambuca's licorice. This is just some This weird, tastes like it. This is like a cough syrup thing. And then to add to it, Manny is terribly hungover. Oh, so, God. This, we'll I don't know. I don't know if actually Manny is hungover yet. I think he's I'm still, still right the drunk. Still, still I'm still right. So here we go. All right, Alan and his Jaeger shots. Let's do it. I don't oh. think that clink carried over the mics. <sighs> yep, that is that's Jaeger. That's Jaeger. <clears throat> I'm fine. No, I'm all good. right. So Stu, we get, definitely shouldn't have poured him so early though. Yeah, actually. I'll have another. <laughs> Give the man another. All right, another. Oh, no. Stu gives a nice toast. You know, love you guys. Love this. Blah, blah, blah. He gives a nice thing. Uh, it's very Kane Davis right here. A few listeners will get that reference. And uh, then Phil starts to speak, and Alan just fucking steamrolls it. Like, just jumps in. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you guys, you guys know, or no, was it, how about that right in? I guess that's why I call it Sin City, huh? <laughs> Had it all prepared. This yeah, <laughs> laugh at everything in it. Like, you know, that written on his paper, it says like, pause for laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think he wrote out, ha, 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 <laughs> But, uh, then, you know, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a bit of a lone wolf. <laughs> and then my sister met this guy and I was like, oh, is it? Could it be that there's another wolf in my wolf pack, my one-man wolf pack? And now I've met you other two guys, and now we got four in my lone wolf pack. And he has this whole wolf pack speech. Uh, and, I mean, Zach Galifianakis is just fucking hilarious. He makes he plays those roles really this, well. I think this movie works because of him, mostly. Like, the other guys do their roles for sure, but yeah. Zach Galifianakis does... The lifting as the comic relief in the comedy movie, like yeah. he fucking makes this movie. He is the peanut sing. butter that ties the bologna sandwich together. Okay, Elvis, <laughs> <laughs> that was very poetic. 
So then he cuts his hand to do Blood Brothers, and everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> And it's like a long, like, where did you get that knife? What the? Fuck? I know he's even like, <laughs> as like a slow, drawn out, crazy thing. Which I, every time we watch a movie where they do this kind of thing, and they do this kind of thing every time, guys are like, we're gonna take a blood oath. And then they cut their hand right in the middle of their hand, like, dude, cut cut your arm or cut your knee. A little or bit of finger. You use like, your hand so much. Yeah. Don't do the middle of your hand with your whole goddamn sword. And then also, then that's you can't like, use your hand. Because the whole yeah. thing, the whole point is like, I'm gonna sacrifice, like, I'm gonna wound myself in a vulnerable spot. For you guys, yeah, no. Well, then I'll, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll cut it my ass. It's pretty vulnerable. I'll <laughs> yeah. do a little ass cut, and then I'll slap my hand in the blood, I'll, and then we'll shake a little, hands. a little foreshadowing. Ass yeah. blood. I'll do a little ass cut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so hey, then, a little bit it, of, a little bit of butt is okay. Well, nobody's ever had it. I, I ain't turned down a little bit of butt, but I'm not gonna cut it open <laughs> for no, a guy. A little bit of butt stuff is good. I don't think anybody's arguing with that. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about here, dude. <laughs> not bloody butt stuff. I don't want bloody butt stuff. No, nobody wants bloody... Oh, my God. I actually, I was thinking about this the other day, and I wondered if it was going to come up on the show, but here we are. So I was bartending at Celtic <laughs> bloody Star. Bloody butt stuff, all right. Well, not bloody, but butt stuff. So I was bartending at Celtic Star, and it was super busy, you know, running around trying to, who do I serve next, you know, and it's hard to tell who was up before who, and, you know, and... uh Doing my best to keep up, and this woman screams at me, Nick, you've been in my ass. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes, okay, what can I get you? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that is one sure way to get my attention, and yes, okay, I will, I'm sorry that I have <laughs> I don't know the order people have come up to the bar, but you are next now. So yes. I, I'm definitely using that when I'm in a busy bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've been in my you've ass. You've been in my ass. <laughs> you should do it at... Uh, does, doesn't Melanie I should in? come first. Well, I guess technically second because of the time you were in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was things I never thought I would have yelled at me ever. Was it true? Yes. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yes. Butt stuff, fellas. <laughs> theme of my, speaking of this movie about a bachelor party, theme of my bachelor party weekend was spontaneous butt stuff. <laughs> The thing about butt stuff is always this: like, whenever a girl <laughs> the is thing like, about butt stuff, the, when a girl is like, "Hey, you want to do some butt stuff? You want to get in my butt?" And I'm like, "Well, shit, yes, I would love to be in that ass." <laughs> and then yes. I get in that ass, and then after the ass work is over, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like that's when the your the all the guilt and all the dirty <laughs> shit just hits you, and you're like. What a fucking whore. <laughs> she wanted me to fuck her. That's what I'm like. Go take what? a shower and get out of my house. No, nah, that's like, a cheat code. What, yeah, what a whore. I'm like, jackpot. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. No, there's then many- I'm in the shower cleaning off like, oh, that was sweet. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> This this dude that oh yeah with, oh yeah his his she's gonna yell at me in the bar later. His wife apparently like he talked about it, like she did she preferred the back door uh-huh. and like so he would like man I, I just get tired like I just want I just want to have regular sex and stuff you know and then like they ended up getting divorced and like the, he comes in he's like yeah me and the old lady are getting divorced or whatever I'm like oh man sorry to hear that you know what's her number and then yeah the other dude on the door he's like do you mind if I call her <laughs> he's like fuck you bro <laughs> so there was a there was a woman in high school your wife would definitely know her same class as her uh my brother is gonna immediately know what story i'm about to tell <laughs> listening but she was saving herself so she would only do anal <laughs> it's, it's oh dude, that's why i said it's a cheat code it's so a cheat it's, code. it's very much like that uh 
Garfunkel and Oates song, God's yeah. Loophole, Fuck Me in the Ass Because I Love Jesus. But <laughs> she only did anal. And it was just known. And she, I don't think it was like just whoever, but there were there were a number of guys that had, had been there. I think one of them on a beach out at Wakanda Lake. But anyway, so at one point... Something like butt sex at dawn at the lake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so at one point, for some reason, her dog was at our house. We're having like a house party and her dog's running around. And my brother looks at me and he's like, yeah, that's so-and-so's dog and it looks just like her and I looked at him and was like well I'm not fucking it in the ass <laughs> <laughs> he just like spit his beer all over he's like what the fuck anyway so there's uh, <laughs> the dog's <laughs> like thanks <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you not doing that uh, alright so anyway to a night none of us will ever forget quick pan across Vegas cut to the next morning the suite that they're in is absolute chaos it is in shambles there is shit everywhere i think there's actual literal shit in some places like it is a mess there's like bowling pins set up there like there's a goddamn chicken and like, there's a where chicken do you, where do you get a chicken in las vegas i feel like a tiger would be easier to find than a chicken yeah yeah that's fair <laughs> but anything you can think of to show holy shit what a crazy night last night is happening in oh, this yeah. in this room right now um, yes, I said bowling lane made out of tape, a random chicken. We see a woman, woman's legs walk out. We just see legs walk out, shuts the door, which wakes up Stu at Helms lying on the floor. And then he kind of sits up and the, he has the, like the GoPro mounted to him. You know, like we follow him up. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? And he wonders. That around. was me this morning, dude. And he wonders. Except for I was naked. Great. Thank you. Previously mentioned. He wanders around a yes. little bit. Then Alan gets up from behind the bar and immediately falls over a stack of like empty cans and bottles and knocks <laughs> shit over. It's like, His walk when he wakes up, though, oh, is so funny. <laughs> God damn it. Like, <sighs> we tried so hard to give Zach Galifianakis a career because of how good he was in these movies. And the Between Two Ferns thing he does is absolute that gold. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Goddamn gold. Uh, baskets. I've only seen a couple of episodes. I liked it, but I, I hear it. that's I great. great. Yeah. I, I again, his stand up where he just well, I guess not really a stand up. He sits at a piano the whole time, but just firing off one liners. Like he's a funny, funny fucking dude. Uh, so I, I, I sometimes wonder how much of that shit is just ad libbed. Oh, a lot. Like Galifianakis and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, a, a whole lot. But yeah. I love that kind of humor. It's also like the Hannibal Burris type humor, like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know, just like kind of like awkward shit at weird times. Just like straight faced as well. Yeah. Not like yeah. oh, Norm Macdonald was the king. Oh, he's the Norm Macdonald was, was the absolute king of being anti funny. So anti funny that it was hilarious. Like, oh yeah. God damn it, he was. And he was the guy that was like, I don't know if you that last that last stand up deal that yeah, he did or whatever. Yeah, it was just him talking to his like yeah. at his computer, which was hit and miss, you know. And then like they were talking about like then a bunch of comedians afterwards were talking about like Adam Sandler and and yeah, uh, David Spade, David, Spade, Dave Spade Chappelle, David Letterman, Molly, yeah. yeah. And they were talking about like how he was like he was not he not only was he not scared to bomb, he would bomb on purpose sometimes. He was trying to bomb, yeah, like he because that out was knowing. funny to him. Yeah, is he was doing that shit for himself? Like, yeah. <laughs> Freaking and awesome. that's what he and he yeah. did not give a fuck. Uh, I saw a clip of him on the Conan O'Brien show. You know, he's sitting there. And, yeah, uh, Conan, my my wife slipped into a coma. Oh fuck! I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, uh, doctor said. Uh, well, there's one thing we can try. 
but uh, it's a bit unconventional. I was like, what? What, Doc? I'll try anything. I'll try anything. You could try performing oral sex with her. Oh, my God, Doc. I could never. I have seen it work a few times. Well, okay, I'll try anything. So I go in there. Five minutes later, I come out like, Doc, she's just choking. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Norm Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. Beautiful, beautiful. R.I. fucking P. God bless that man. treasure. God I don't believe in. Bless that man. So anyway, Alan falls over. Now, he stumbles past Phil, who's on a mattress that has been moved out of the bedroom, out into the main area. And, like, nobody's in the room or in actual bed. We're all just spattered around the main area. Uh, Alan goes into the bathroom. And I love he's standing there pissing. Hears a noise and turns. And you can see the pee stream turn. <laughs> like, doesn't stop peeing. Just turns. No, he just turns, looks, and sees a tiger. And then pee stream back into the toilet. And then realizes he's all fucking tiger. And then runs back out. Which I remember when this movie came out. It was, like, that was one of the epic like like oh yeah my he's god, like oh shit it's a fucking yeah. tiger yeah yeah oh my god yeah seeing the tiger but you see his piss stream turn and like hit the little bathroom divider wall thing yeah. and then goes back and you can hear it go back into the water and this you know <laughs> and then he runs out and trips over phil's head which is yeah. fucking hilarious like it's a tiger he's like what what the fuck are you talking about the fucking, the fucking tiger oh my god it's Fucking great! So, Stu- I, I, dude, I'm right there with those dudes. I regret my entire existence. It seems like right in now. that hotel room, though, which I don't know why. I know there used to be, and then maybe there still is, like an energy drink that was called Balls, and there's like oh, yeah. a whole tower oh, yeah. there's still of a bunch. Balls. Yeah. B a w l. They have multiple flavors now. Yeah, you can still find I should have tried to find some balls. They're actually not that great. I well, we do have energy drinks. I used to have a shirt because their uh, their rep came to the gas station I worked at, and I had a Balls shirt just. <laughs> Just balls. Uh, it said, yeah, the, the name on the front. I think the back on the back was like, get your hand on these balls or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I remember seeing. I think they even came in like a that blue gl- glass like bottle. Blue bottle that yeah. was definitely had ridges on it like yeah, a fucking build. For, her pleasure. for yeah, her pleasure. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. For butt stuff. Butt stuff. Oh, God. So are we so gonna- Manny has poured us Jaeger bombs and is looking looking at it like he regrets it. But you did this, man. I know I did. I just I you know if you haven't you told, did this. I thought you were gonna mix them with like ice and then it'd sip on them. No, that's not how you Jaeger bomb. But we a, should do it before bomb. it all gets warm. Yeah. And all right. Well, now we're gonna do a Jaeger bomb. Now we're gonna do this, a fucking. This Jaeger all might bomb. go down poorly after this. <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't found out yet, this I is the only way to life. talk about the hangover. Apparently, <laughs> it's either this or Manny without pants. And frankly, I'll choose the Jaeger bomb. Hey, I would choose right. me without pants any day. I would not. All right, here we go. Cheers, fellas. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was the worst fucking night. Dude, we are not 20. We got to stop pouring stuff and letting it get warm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) Good. Think about what you've done. That feels like the first time I had sex. (laughs) With my uncle. Oh. <laughs> you hit in my ass. <laughs> this, uh, is, is your does your is your uncle happen to be Ricky was, Martin? How did that seem like a good idea? That was not oh, a Ricky good idea. Ricky Martin. That's right. Ricky Martin was fucking his own nephew or something, yeah. right? Is that your well, uncle? That's accusations. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that guy looks like a nephew twiddler. I think the worst part, I think what I'm worried about most is I don't think I've had an energy drink in probably two years. So oh. I might go straight friggin' coke mouth on we everybody. better hurry up and finish this episode <laughs> we are like 
That's hard drugs. Right, Not even go. 20 minutes into this episode, I'm but good. we're 40... Nine hey. minutes into this episode. I'm not even sober. Right, so, so Stu's freaking out because he's like, holy fuck, guys, my card is on file at the desk. Melissa's going to kill me. What the fuck? This is not good. What the fuck happened last night? And this is where we get the opening line of our episode here where it's like, Phil's like, hey, Alan, buddy, could you put pants on? I find it weird that I have to ask you twice. <laughs> and then, But he doesn't put on pants. He just likes, picks up a sheet and wraps it around him. Like half toga style, yeah. still no pants. I still got this wrapped around like you. Yeah, you got a shower. Or and whatever. so then this is where Stu and finds also Cooper. Like once, oh, did he already go in the bathroom? Because like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. funny how he's like, he, goes right. in, and he comes out, he's like, <laughs> he's laughing. He's like, there's a tiger. In the he wasn't kidding. <laughs> like, there's he, a fucking tiger in there. There really is. Yeah. And like, he's being really cool. <laughs> for having just destroyed that room and, and for being a jungle cat in the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Holy fuck, there is a... What did we do? Uh, this is where Stu finds out his lateral incisor is gone. And this is not special effects. This is an, Ed Helms was really born without, like, his... Oh, no shit. His lateral incisor never grew in. So he's had a prosthetic his whole life, which he just took out. Pulled it out? Huh. Much I like Brad Pitt took the chip out and Jim Carrey did for Dumb and Dumber. You know, they've had... Oh, de- in- injuries de- or whatever. Dental de- prosthetics. You would think that, like, that they'd for remove the for actors roles. and stuff that would have the money to like do a permanent implant on that. And that's what it would be. Well, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what he had, well, but he had it removed. Had it removed. So he, yeah, I but see. he just never actually had one. So that that wasn't like CGI removing his. That tooth. was like he, a real mi- tooth. He missing. literally has a missing tooth. <laughs> He's like, oh, dude, I got this job in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder actually if he brought that up and they're like, "Oh, dude, let's write that in," you know. And well, it, I mean, and, I would. And, yeah, I know we don't do. We're not doing Hangover Two, but it's like he just keeps making stupid mistake after stupid mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've I I saw two Sounds and like hated it so much that I refused to see three. Two what was the, the one what in is, Thailand, what is, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. What is two even about? Like, okay, they're Thailand? in Thailand, and then there's like. Uh, Zach Galifianakis, for some reason, messages Chang. Fuck, he's not Chang. He's Chow in this. Chang, he's community. Chow. But uh, So he shows up, and they get fucked up again. And it's like the same thing, but in Thailand. So then I finally watched 3. And 3 is cool because John Goodman plays the guy that gets referenced in this movie when we find out the drug dealer mistake. He's like, oh, man, Marshall's going to be mad at me about this one. John Goodman is Marshall, who's showing up like, okay, so a long time ago, one of my guys fucked up and gave you the wrong thing. And what the other end of that mix up fucked up my business a lot. And so he's like trying to deal with that. And there is no blacking out until the very, very end where it's like kind of after the climax of the movie. And then it's just thrown in like for funsies because it's a hangover movie. But well, they it, did because it shows like the, them partying and lady yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, but and, but the the movie itself isn't like a lady a, boys. a blackout. What did we do? Piece it together. Right, right. Yet yet a fucking gain. So I actually enjoyed the third one, but the second one sucks. So anyway, we find out that <laughs> Doug is missing. His mat plus his. You know what I like about that is that anytime that you drink so much and you're fucking hungover, you're like oh, never again, and then you immediately do it again, and then you pour fucking Jaeger bombs. Yes, sir, I did. So, yeah, Doug is missing. Did you check every room? Yeah, I checked every fucking room, man. Obviously, we ran around. There's a tiger over here. There's a chicken over here, and there's no Doug anywhere. Got it. Also, his mattress is missing. Well, what the fuck is that all about? 
All right, let me call him. I fucking love this gag so much. Phil calls Doug. The phone rings, and Alan picks it up. Hello? And Phil just looks at him like, you are the stupidest motherfucker on the planet. It hangs up, and Alan's like, oh, Doug, this is Doug's phone. This, guys, this is Doug's phone. Like, yes. He, I, he just, he plays this bumbling idiot so, so fucking well. I, I fucking love it. And then we hear baby cries. There's a baby in the closet. And now we find out later who the baby belongs to. The, the woman's legs that we saw leaving earlier. First off, so... <clears throat> Stu, who we find out this woman was with, is passed out in the middle of the main area of the suite. And she came out of one of the bedrooms. Why was she not with her man... That she just I would married. I guess and that probably the way that they were going at it, that she's like, fuck all this, I got to get some sleep. Yeah, that's fair. That, yeah. So that part is fair. <laughs> she might have done but, the Irish goodbye. And- but why is her baby in, in a, a closet? closet. And why did she then leave this debaucherous hotel room without her baby? Because the baby also needed to sleep. <laughs> I would, I don't, I, I mean, I just assumed that they were like, oh no, I got the baby here, or whatever, I'm your husband. Uh, so she left it with her. Like, which I, spoiler alert. Okay, but, but like, if why is it in the closet? I don't know. Maybe yeah. the baby did fall asleep, and they're out there partying, doing obviously some crazy shit with a tiger and stuff. So they're like, maybe we should put the baby in the closet while I'm out here partying. And then I don't know. Easy target. Yeah, but not great parenting, probably. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm parenting. getting at. She would wake up and be like, "What the fuck are these motherfuckers? Let me get my baby." Her first thought, which should be, "Where the fuck is my baby?" Not. Let me just walk out. She probably put the baby there. She's probably like, "All right, this baby." <laughs> This, well, and maybe she put the baby there first. Maybe she's like, crap, there's a goddamn chicken running around. I don't want the baby to get pecked. There's a tiger. There's a tiger. Jungle I'll cat. put it in the closet, and now I'll go get some coffee for everybody. Motherfuckers pulling out their own teeth. I mean, yeah, we'll find out later that she was just stepping out to get everybody get coffee. coffee. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, some questions about this. But yeah, baby in the closet. So now we get the elevator shot. Now, this is, this is pretty famous. The Three of them standing there. Zach has the baby and a carrier on his chest. On his chest, the chest carrier. And the sunglasses, right? Has the sunglasses. Bandage on his hand. What do they cut, name the baby? Because he's getting there. Getting hand, there. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he got the bandage on his hand because he tried to do the blood oath. And the lady's like, oh, cute baby. What's his name? And Phil goes, Ben. And Zach goes, Carlos. Yep, Carlos. Like definitely the whitest baby ever. But yep, Carlos. Yeah. And just so you guys, since this isn't a visual media, he did the whole act where he looked over at like at <laughs> Phil and he's like, "It's Carlos, you motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Carlos. So now they're sitting down there and they're getting brunch and they're trying to figure out, okay, how do we go find Doug? And we get the great thing where Zach Galifianakis is moving the babies up. Check it out. He's jacking his little weenus. <laughs> Make it look like the baby's jacking off. And they're like, <laughs> no, that's not funny. And like yeah. laughing, but try not because to laugh at it. Because it's pretty funny. I mean, yeah, there's a lot going funny. on, but it's, it's pretty, pretty funny. funny. Hey, also, the weenus means the skin oh, yeah. on your elbow. Yeah, that, is not what, that's not what that is. <laughs> it, sound, it sounds dirty, but it's not. Yeah, no, just that skin. It's like the same kind of skin as what's on your scrotum. But In a, Oh, yeah, there's no nerve endings here. You can pinch it as hard as you want. Is that just for you, or is that across the board? No, it's just my kink. Wait, let me see. Oh. No, I can definitely feel that. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, listeners, I know why I'm you, doing it, but I guess, here, let me pinch your elbow. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the worst <laughs> podcast ever. If y'all couldn't tell, we're all, tu- we're all touching each other's scrotums. Weenuses. 
Weenus. There's a lot of weenus on weenus action uh, going in, right? <laughs> I did feel I felt you touching me, but what is this my Pornhub search history? <laughs> weenus bump. Weenus on weenus. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, we get the weenus thing and then now they're trying to kind of piece it together. They all check their pockets. Uh they find out Bradley Cooper has a hospital band on his arm. Uh this movie came out after Memento, didn't it? When did Memento? Come I don't out? remember what year Memento was. This was what did I say. This is two thousand nine. That's Guy Ritchie. Three, two thousand three. Oh, no, I, I. No, this is two thousand nine. Memento's not Guy Ritchie. It's oh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Oh, Christopher sorry. Nolan. Memento's amazing future episode for sure. It's definitely in the rewatch. And so this is two thousand nine. I don't know when Memento was, but so Stu finds an ATM receipt. Two thousand. Two thousand. So definitely after Memento. Uh. So it's kinda, it kind of reminds me of that. Like At this point, it's like Memento, where he, the dude wakes up every morning and, has and to he piece has together. to piece everything together because every time he goes to sleep or whatever. It's like 50, 40 first dates or whatever that movie 50 is. 50 first dates, 50 yeah. First dates, yeah. 50 first dates. Yeah, but we don't have Adam Sandler get, making us a nice little video explaining everything to us every right. day. Well, you'd have to do that. You know, after a while, I've been like, Jesus Christ, I'm tired of trying to forget. It's like, it's like the Groundhog's Day. Yeah. You're like, I just want to get laid. I got to get this video going so maybe we can get there quick. Trinity yeah. was in that movie. Not just one together. Or Matrix. Oh, I, Memento? She was yeah. in the Matrix. Right. All right, sorry. We can continue with she what was, we're doing. She we're, was his wife. That, but that's yeah. kind of what we're at. Like, we'll said, like we, we talked about Memento. during the Groundhog's Day, it's all it's a linchpin of every movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. ATM receipt for $800. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. On top of the hotel room? I am fucked. I am fucked. I am fucked. Uh, we find a valet ticket from Caesar's Palace, 5.15 a.m. Okay. All right. So we drove here. <laughs> Drunk driving. Classic. <laughs> um, and so anyway, they're like, all right, hospital band. Uh, there's at least a lead. Let's check out the hospital. Let's go there. Are you sure we should be like, go out to the valet station? And Stu's like, should we be taking care of that baby? And Zach's like, yeah, I found a baby before. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Where? Hey, coffee bean. What? <laughs> this is, this is a, 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 I love how much he just says random shit and there's <laughs> no explanation. It's a normal, normal Tuesday. Yeah. I found a baby before. A coffee bean. <laughs> and then when they open the door, they hit the baby in the face oh, with the yeah. car door. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Are my glasses okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, your glasses are fine. You just hit a baby in the head. Hey, but babies, baby skulls are malleable when they're they young. are. They are very right. malleable. Yeah. yeah, they're bendy, less yeah. breaky. Yeah, exactly. But it's funny because we're all in different. Like all three of us are in different stages of our lives. So Manny does not have a child. Thank God. And <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> Fuck them. Nick kids. has a child that is about the age of this baby that's in the movie. Yeah. And I have children that are assholes and. Preteens, preteens. So yeah, no. If I hit my own kid in the head with a car door, I'd be like, "Are my glasses okay?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I hit mine, I would be like, "Holy fuck!" (laughs) Yeah. Oh, are my glasses okay? (laughs) (laughs) And I would, and I would be standing there observing right now, where he's like, "Is the baby and my glasses okay?" (laughs) I'd be like, "Why are you wearing my glasses?" And I would just be standing there. No, I mean, uh, if my glass is okay, then obviously they blocked the the hit, and so yeah, then the no, baby's okay. I'm just making sure if the shield called, if the shield didn't break, then the baby's fine. Yeah, called safety. It glasses. broke. It broke. The, it broke the hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's 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 what I was, that's what I was asking about my glasses, but 
Also, I mean, the Ray-Bans are expensive. It was fucking... <laughs> Come on. I should have never given baby Ray-Bans. Yeah. That's, that's too expensive. <laughs> look at babies. like a tiny Roy Orbison. Look at that. They don't even appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Oh, Roy Orbison. Yay. Your cousin. That's my cousin. What do you... Correct. Who, what do you Second think cousin. His uncle. Your uncle? What? Uncle twiddling. No. <laughs> That's, I only I, met just for the record. I have not been twiddled by any yeah. uncles. And, have, and that was a joke. Probably a poor Roy was joke. a second cousin, not my uncle. But I only met him once, and he did not twiddle me. No, I meant his uncle, your uncle, their uncle. What the fuck are you talking about, man? I'm drunk. Moving on. Anyway, so Alan, <laughs> Alan's like, I don't think we should take the Mercedes because you know. We're not supposed to be driving it, and we're all fucked up and whatever. But it doesn't matter because their valet ticket brings them a cop car. Well, didn't we already get to that? Because you already hit the baby in the face yeah, with the door. I, well, I have that note before the the door, <laughs> so I don't know how I wrote it in in the wrong order. But yeah, it's the hangover. What are we do? So anyway, while they're standing there, they look up and see a mattress stuck on the hand of a statue. Like yeah. And oh, it's like yeah. some people just can't handle Vegas, huh? But. That right there would have been a big clue because they've already found that, hey, Doug's gone, and so is his mattress. Hey, there's a mattress up there. They're not thinking straight. They're hungover, dude. Well, no, I but also, it, but like, like, they, I think they kind of know that they're responsible for the mattress, but they didn't put any more thought into it. Like, they knew the mattress was gone. They see that mattress. They're like, holy fuck. And then that weird dude, because it wasn't one of them that said it. it was yeah, just it was a random guy. There, like, a guy looked like he was there to golf or whatever. Yeah. He's like, some people just can't handle Vegas, right? And they're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then, but then I don't think it starts clicking until oh, later because right, that's yeah. at the end. They had, that was a point that they said. It's yeah. one of those one of those things where you wake up and you you know you've yeah, done shit and you're like oh yeah no 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 oh, let's I'm gonna beeline this way yeah yeah I I'm just because towards the end when they figure it out yeah they're like they're like windows in Vegas don't open like you can't open the window and then they're like because they knew it was their mattress they knew what mattress it was right they just didn't so that's know how it got like, there you should have been like. Maybe let's check. I obviously I had to come off through. Yeah, I know they're not thinking, but they're like, they're they're already piecing they're piecing shit together. We saw the armband. We got this, and so they're they're in the mode of trying to think things through and figure shit out. I I just think that they would have thought something more of that mattress. I think, I think that even then, I think I think any one of us, like if we were out there having a crazy weekend, we'd probably be like, "Fuck, that's probably our mattress." And like one of us must have thrown a mattress out the window. We didn't put together that you probably can't open a you window. You can't open a window, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so we'd just be like, oh, fuck, yeah, we can't. Yeah, yeah no, we probably just threw that out the window. I'd probably, be the, I'd probably be the one stuck on the roof, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so anyway, they, they're in this cop car. They get stuck in traffic. I think I'd be the one with the satchel. <laughs> yeah. And the baby. And, and the, the baby. Ba- Carlos. I would definitely be Phil, the super sexy, suave guy. That's Yep, nailed it. he says definitely being stew missing a tooth (laughs) so they're they're stuck in traffic and this is where phil turns on the the lights on the cop car and uh drives down the just just drives down the sidewalk (laughs) excuse me ma'am and the leopard dress you have an amazing rack and she smiles and waves he's like man i should have been a fucking cop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there is one line where like I think it's Stu's in the back and the baby's crying which it might be oh yeah I think it's after they get attacked sorry I think it's coming up where he's like 
It's okay. Everything will be okay. The church goes, what the fuck is going on? Like, but I think it's after they get attacked. Sorry. Yeah. Premature. So now we get to the hospital. You okay, Manny? Do you need to go to a hospital? Dude, I'm way past that. All right, cool. Let's let's just let's just keep sticking. (laughs) We're gonna keep moving. So we get get the hospital, and the doctor from the night before is still there. You know, and he's like, "Yeah, I remember you guys all. Whatever. He was just. uh, I don't remember what his injury was. Nothing. You. It was nothing. He's fine. Uh, you had one other guy with you. Oh, that's Doug. That's our friend. What? We're you're all whacked the fuck out of your minds. Yeah. What happened to him? I don't fucking know. You came in, whatever. This really but, makes you think that an ER doctor in Vegas must see some real oh, yeah. shit, you know? And it's great because, I mean, this guy, the doctor is played by Matt Walsh, uh, who's just a what those guys big comedic actor. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, and he's always does this, like, I am done with your shit kind of humor. Yeah. And, which is perfect because I imagine, yes, a Vegas doctor would just be like, no, motherfuckers, I've got 14. <laughs> other crazy shit injuries to deal with. He's probably like, actually, I don't mind dealing with you guys because this is one of the few injuries that I have to deal with that didn't have to do with anybody's rectum. Yeah. So <laughs> no spontaneous butt stuff. Here. Yeah. No gerbils. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank God Richard Gear was in a town last night. So uh, Phil came in at 245. Okay. So we got a bit of a timeline here at the hospital, 245, back to Caesar's Palace, 515. All right. That gives us Kind of a window. Doug was still with us there, so now we've got we about three hours. Got about a two and a half hour window here. Mm. We're working with. Uh, oh, hey, by the way, uh, we took a blood test last night. Your results just came in. There's a large amount of roofies in your system. Roofalin. Yeah, roofalin. He, he didn't say. He said roofalin. There was like, what the fuck's roofalin? Yeah, roofies, the date rape drug. No, it's no wonder you can't remember anything from last night. And then Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> none of us can remember from anything last night. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, uh, is there anything we may have talked about? Any any clues you can give us? Sorry, obviously now you know we got drugged. Like, can you help us somehow? Yeah, he said something about a wedding. Yeah, Doug's getting married. No, 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 no. A wedding you just came from. You just came from a wedding at the uh, best little chapel. Oh fuck! Awesome. Where did they have to ask for it? Yeah, like, where, they were, like uh, the information because this we like pulled a hundred out. Yeah, it's like, it like where, put where, it in my pocket. I don't want to restare. Oh yeah, I don't want to restare. That was before while he was yeah, dealing with the old the guy. No, the old guy with the really weird shaped ass. It's like God. Yeah, please, and, God, don't let me. And everybody turned their heads except Ga- Zach Galifianakis, yeah. who just stared at it awkwardly. <laughs> but yeah, sir, which that old also disaster. seems very unprofessional to be doing it. Let these right, dudes into well, a room yeah, where this doctor old guy, does not care. Old guy's like, I don't give a shit. But yeah, uh, he's like, it. okay, so you're at the best little chapel. Great. Where's that at? Uh, it's at the corner of Get a Map and Fuck Off. I'm a doctor, <laughs> great. not fucking. Siri or I don't remember Map Quest would yeah, probably be <laughs> well, fucking great line. So they end up they do find out where Best Little Chapel is, and they I heard, get there. I heard Vegas isn't allowing that anymore. The little chapels for marriage. Man, no, I can't my... imagine that being true. Hell, there's little chapels like that in like all a lot of different states where you yeah. can get married like that. Yeah, Elope. yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. So 
They find it and they're like, cele- they show up and it's like, oh my God, you guys are the craziest fucking guys I've ever met in my life. You crazy <laughs> motherfuckers. This is wonderful. I just, that's kind of one of the goals of my life is to have an Eastern European friend that's like, oh, you crazy asshole. Here yeah. you are. Like, like, I don't know why. It just seems like if a Russian dude is telling you you're crazy, it's valid. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. If, if you're crazy to them. Yeah. That's what I just feel yeah, like. The Russians right. are fucking wild. But honestly, I feel if you had an Eastern European friend, they'd be like, why do you need me to be stereotyped, you motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. No, he wouldn't say fucker. He'd be, you motherfuck. Oh, yeah. You motherfuck. <laughs> I am a doctor of medicine. Please leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly an Arrested Development joke where they have a bus full of people from Mexico and, and uh, Lindsay, the daughter, brings them up to be like, you have hired day laborers, motherfuckers. She's like trying to strong arm whatever. And this guy gets on and is like, I... I'm a professor of medicine at Mexico City. Like, what What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. Uh, it's just, anyway. So, anyway, Eddie. Eddie is the guy. Uh, Brian Callen is the actor that plays Eddie. Brian, you, Brian yeah. Callen's from, like, Mad TV, I think, and a bunch of, like, he's, comedy shows. He's also shows. one of those guys that you, like, when you see him, like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a bit part comedic actor, for sure. And he's like, oh, Stu, this guy, Stu's the craziest bastard I've ever seen in my life. This guy's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but we got drugs. We don't remember anything. Can you <clears throat> Did they say us? that they got drugged? I thought they just tried oh, to play yeah, no, it no, off. They, no, they definitely told him. Okay. Because he brings out pictures. He's like, yeah, you ordered this package. Here's your calendar and your mug yeah, and the high your hat. So Stu married Heather Graham And honestly Good move. If yeah. I partied so hard That I blacked out and woke up the next day And found out that I was married to Heather Graham With a kid I didn't care man Who was a 39 years old and a fine looking 39 mm. In this movie She's, she's fine so as that hell make, That makes her now well, 52 2000. now Yeah, something to that And she yeah. still looks fine as fuck She's Heather fucking Graham yeah. She will always be roller girl and she will always be spank bank material. Oh my god. Yes, forever. Oh, that well, oh, that scene that where movie, she takes her top nights. off and just and she's Julie like, going to do this. And Heather Graham oh. just getting naked. Mm. Oh. Mm-mm. Forget about Philip Seymour Hoffman's great line or, or not uh William H <laughs> William H Macy's line of my wife has an ass in her cock. <laughs> Cuz his, guess- wi- his wife's getting railed. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so we're not talking about Boogie note, Nights. Uh, Bradley Cooper in this movie is thirty-four. Ed Helms is thirty-five. Justin Bartha, who's Doug, is thirty-one. So he's the youngest. Galifianakis is forty. Heather Graham thirty-nine. Ken Jeong is forty, and Mike Tyson is forty-three. Only forty-three. Forty-three. Yeah. Which I thought he would have been older. Way older, that. yeah. But he started pro boxing at like eighteen. Like That's his true. career started early. Like that. Mike Mike Tyson in this movie is my age now. Which I always look up the ages. I'm like, wonder how do that? How old that dude is? It, it really puts things into perspective. I but think. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, and which we'll get to. Mike, we haven't got there yet. But like, he was. He's in better shape now than he was then. Like he's been training to do like some exhibition. Yeah, yeah, fights. yeah. Well, then he yeah. was at the time of this movie. Obviously not. And his and his in his prime he was Oh no, in his prime he was a friggin' brick wall. You nobody wanna... like bodybuilders don't look like no. what that guy looked like. No. But dude, that like now, like in this movie he looked pretty he, I'm not gonna say he looked soft, but he looked like he'd had a hoagie or two. Well well yeah, and, he hasn't been training eight hours a right. day or whatever. But yeah. you Speaking see pictures of, of him like now, that dude is like well, Yeah, because he's, he's, he's like getting back again. into shit, yeah. yeah. And he's doing action movies. He's in fucking every action movie. 
He is. I haven't seen. He's been no, a lot. Uh, he was in like the Ip Man series of movies. He was in. Uh, oh, that was years ago. Uh, he was in something with fucking Rizza, who's also working himself into all the action movies. That really surprised because Rizza was in fucking nobody in. even. Like Rizza's working oh, himself God. into. Have you seen Rizzo? the Mike Tyson mystery team or whatever on Adult Swim? No, we've talked about this oh, on the God, show before. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you guys check it out. Um, anyway, Continue. so Mike, yeah. All right, so Brian Callen, we get pictures. Heather Graham, Jesus Christ, Heather Graham. Sorry, just oh, also Rizza is not a nobody. Wu Tang Clan is for the children. Wu Tang is for the children, but these are adult movies. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, so we, yeah, we got all this package about <laughs> Stu and Jade and all this. Merch. This would be this podcast would be, have a whole new twist if we only did adult movies. <laughs> you had the same thought. <laughs> God, we should throw one into the rewatch. Like All just right. the porn. We're like, oh, okay, so hey, this there is, is one. Stopped. It took me a week to watch this because I only watched it 15 minutes at a time. <laughs> 15 minutes? Damn. <laughs> I like to spoil myself. I light some candles. So, anyway, <laughs> there is one that Snow I White really found the seven doors. <laughs> so, and you would not believe what happened. <laughs> or. Well, yeah, you probably believe exactly what happens. <laughs> I thought they were digging for diamonds, but it turns out it was a pearl necklace they were after. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of butt stuff. Did you know you could fit two in there? All right, so... <laughs> you can fit a whole lot more than two in there, buddy. <laughs> now we know what Manny's Pornhub looks like. So, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Stu's like, yeah, we can't. I, I can't do this. Is there any way to annul it? It's like, oh yeah, we can annul it. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. Like Breaks my heart. But yeah, I'll I'll need her here too to sign off on the annulment. Great. Uh, do you have like an address, some way we can find this woman? And so, Samurai Cop Two. That's all I say. Let's move on. Tommy Wiseau's in that. He is. Yeah, that is. That's why because he said we should actually add one. Samurai Cop Two. We got a long ways to go to S. Yeah, don't worry about that yet. Buddy. Can we? Can we do? Uh, we're in the H's, right? <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> can we cut his knife? <laughs> Done. <laughs> see wait, you, wait, see, wait, wait, see you guys. No, I can't. It's not working. The bun- I, I legitimately, I make that joke all the time, and now I can't. Legitimately, yeah, no. the button's not working. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wants me on this podcast. <laughs> so, all right, we get her address. Now, during this, Melissa calls, and uh, he's like, oh, my God, the signal out here in wine country is just so crazy, huh? And they're, they're making their way out to the car, and this is where uh, other people pull up and start attacking the car. The baby starts screaming, and Melissa's like, is that a baby? What's going on? Oh, no, it's, uh, it's uh, I don't, uh, what the fuck? And just, like, chaos for a minute, and he finally just hangs up on her. Um... And they're looking for someone like, what the fuck is he? What, you know, yeah. And we don't, we don't know what don't the know fuck what they're, they're talking about, about, but they're looking for something. Asian like, gangsters. They're getting what? attacked by Asian gangsters. Yeah, right now. yeah. And so Phil finally just like crashes through a bus stop and gets the fuck out of there. Right. And uh, so now, uh, and that we, is when that line that I said earlier. It's uh, like like uh, Ed Helms is in the back, and uh, <laughs> and he's like. It's okay. It's okay. He's trying to calm the baby down. And then he's like, and then he just screams at the top. It's like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? It's like, that is not going to calm the baby down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. 
So we get to the address and we officially officially meet Jade, aforementioned Heather Graham. And she's like, oh, good, you brought Tyler. And she grabs the baby and Zach looks all <laughs> defeated. And I love that uh, Bradley Cooper's like, it's okay. He looked like a Carlos to me too, bud. <laughs> <laughs> he like tries to comfort him. <laughs> so they're asking her about Doug and she just straight flops out a titty to start Oh, yeah, and everybody's just like, whoa. (laughs) Well, it's Heather Graham titty. I mean, I don't want to be a weird pervert about it. Two are trying to pretend that they're not looking at Zach Galifianakis again like the old man's ass at the doctor's office. It's just (laughs) straight staring awkwardly. I mean, why not? It's Heather. She flopped it out, whatever. And, yeah, you're not. You're going to not look at a Heather Graham titty? And I am 100% in women being able to, people being able to breastfeed wherever they want. Fuck it. You know. That's Damn. just do what you want to do. I've, very I've, good. Very good use of people. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so just, anyway, just want to let it know that it, it, I mean, I love boobs. Don't get me wrong, no. but you feed that baby. Feed that goddamn baby. Don't yeah. go into a bathroom. Yeah. And uh, with a just blanket. feed the baby. You, it needs to be. Yeah. Exactly. If you ever had a baby, you can't always just be like, okay, hold on. Let me go find a place that's socially accept. You just yeah. feed, feed, feed the, the fucking baby. baby. Just the rule. That's always yeah. the rule. Feed the baby. And if someone has a problem with it, well then, what? Do you want to feed the fucking baby? No? Then shut the fuck up. Let me feed my fucking baby. Yeah. Here at the Rewatch, we're inclusive to all people. Right. Absolutely. If you That's don't want right. the baby fed, then I got two choices for you. You want the front side of my hand, or you want the back side of my hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that reminds me. I saw a video on Twitter. Some dude goes up to the guy. He licks his hand, and then like coils it up and slaps this motherfucker, and he falls over. On one of those, uh, like those really tiny chairs, like just like ugh, breaks his back, doesn't actually, then falls over, and then they just walk away. And I was like, "Damn, that is a motherfucking slap." <laughs> well, it's the spit. It's the spit that really does it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Dude, here's yeah. a slap and some Rona. Well, in the, in the fucking in the in the wind up, in the wind up. Jesus, it was oh, like yeah. much like Apollo did in Rocky One, where he like winds <laughs> this thing up and then hits him. He's like, "I can't believe you fucking fell for that, dude." Like I. I couldn't have telegraphed it more. Uh, Did you ever see the video of these guys in a McDonald's fight? And one of them has his order. So he's got his hand, his drink in his hand, and then the bag of food, like, pinched between a couple of fingers. So food and drink in his left hand. And then the dude's fighting him. And he's one-handed fighting this guy and knocks him down, like, five or six times. While keeping his drink together, doesn't spill a drop, doesn't like squeeze it too much, nothing. Like keeping his precious <laughs> McDonald's order pristine and just beats the fuck out of this dude one handed for like 10 minutes. My dad it was told me amazing. this story about like when he was a younger lineman and there was a lineman that he worked with and they went to get to get beers. They went down to the liquor store and the guy like is not a great side of Topeka and the guy comes out and he's got a case of beer in each hand and somebody comes out and tries to mug him. He basically, and, and, and the guy that had the beers in his hand was a ex Navy seal. And he said that he's, my dad was sitting in the truck. He said that dude kicked that guy's ass without putting either beer down or hitting him with the beer. Said he just kicked the fuck out of him just a couple times. Literally and kicked got, him. And then got in the truck and they left. <laughs> Your statement also implies that there is a good part of Topeka. <laughs> That's what he took over that. My dad has a story when he used to play in a band. Their bassist was a giant, muscular, like, big fucking dude and they were like loading out after a gig late night you know and some guys were trying to fuck with them maybe trying to lift some gear whatever and uh i mean dad was a 
scrawny little stoner. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? Like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then the bassist comes out with, like, a massive PA speaker in each hand. <laughs> Whoa. And just sets him down. He's like, what, we got a problem here? <laughs> nope. No, we don't. Nope. <laughs> As my dad tells the story, anyway. So, so all right. Anyway, Heather Graham. T- how are we diverting this much from Heather Graham's titty? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. It's a wow. big folly on our part. So... We're back at Heather Graham's glorious, wonderful titty. Just nice nipple. Giving life. Out there. Giving Just life. Giving life. To Carlos. That's a mountain I'd like to scale. Nurturing yeah. Carlos, but also nurturing our souls. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to imagine a world where we don't have Heather Graham titty. I'm glad that I live in the time. Of the Heather Graham At the same titty, time right? yeah. as Heather Graham titty. I think Let's we just can take all a minute on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so okay, all right. So how about Doug? He's like, oh, of course I remember Doug. He was the best man at our wedding. Yeah. And then this is where Stu sees a ring she's wearing. Oh, and, that's and he like almost vomits. He's like, oh my god, that's my grandmother's ring. That's her Holocaust ring in Zach I didn't know they gave away rings at the Holocaust. <laughs> they actually were. Well, they like, they took. They took them away. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely took them away. Um, so this, they had a different joke written for this moment, but Zach is the one who said he came up with this joke and wanted to put it in. Cause he's like, it'll one, it'll, I guess really showcase the absurdity of the whole movie. We're making a Holocaust joke, but two, if we can make a Holocaust joke without like disparaging a race of people or something like that's. I mean, yeah. the, the whole oh, thought like this joke would really sell the movie. It's because a great of joke. All the, and it's fucking. I didn't know they gave away rings. Like, like it's a freaking carnival or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and they just, and again, so many times where Ed Helms and fucking Bradley Cooper look at him just like, how are you alive? How are you even alive right now? Um, it, it helps to be rich. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, she's talking about, yeah, we hung out last night, but I had to leave to go to my shift. Oh, mm, so you like a server? You work? A nurse? You know, what is so it? You're a nurse? nurse or <laughs> what is No, uh, I'm an escort. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I bet, th- I mean, she could teach me a thing or two. Oh, yeah. But she yes. strips. It's a great way to find, <laughs> it's a great way to find. Well, actually, I'm a stripper, yeah. but it's a great way to find clients for my escort. Side job. Yeah. <laughs> Which, sure, I'm, I'm sure it is. And then the, this is where the cops break in because they've been driving around in a stolen police car. Like, that's not exactly <laughs> incognito. Subtle. It ain't yeah. subtle. No, it ain't subtle. Even in Vegas, yeah, that ain't <laughs> subtle. Uh, so now they're in jail, and there's a, like a, a elementary school class getting a tour. And uh, the cop's like, hey, don't screw up, kids, or you'll, you'll end up right here. It's what With we call lo- lose, yeah. Loserville. <laughs> and the one kid tries to take a picture of Zach. Yeah, the kid has his flip phone out, and Zach Galifianak, whose arms are crossed, like he's handcuffed to, to each other, eat, to the other two guys, but they're sitting in the wrong order, so his arms are crossed. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. And so he kicks the kid's phone out of his hand, and we get that stare. The way the the blank stare that this kid fucking gives Zach Galifianakis after he kicks his phone, 
I think maybe it's a meme. If it's not, it should be a meme. But it's it's one of the most amazing <laughs> fucking stare downs I think in cinematic history. I love it so much. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just motherfucker, you just kicked my phone. Like, it was God. It's beautiful. So and then yeah, that crisscross uh, handcuff thing comes up because then when they get them, they're yeah. all trying to figure out how to situate themselves. And they're trying to and walk. They do like a little handcuff twister, trying to figure out how to step. And they still end up with his <laughs> arms crossed and just like dragging. Like he doesn't even try to walk. They just the two of them have to drag him along. But so they all call their women to say, "Oh no, we had so much fun. We're staying another day. Yeah, we're just enjoying so much. Yeah, that's why we're not coming home yet." Um. So now we're in interrogation. Like, all right, we found your Mercedes. It's in the impound. We found it parked across the center of Las Vegas Boulevard. Here's a, here's a funny thing. There's a note that said, couldn't find a meter. Here's $4. <laughs> <laughs> that, does sound, that does sound like us. Yeah. <laughs> Bad news. Can't go in front of a judge till Monday morning. No, we can't. We can't have that. And then we get, I love where it's uh, Rob Riggles. Yeah. Who's great. Yeah. Kansas City. Kansas City local. Come Kansas, from, yeah. yeah. And yes, uh, he's yes, in like sir. Step Brothers. Where the, I just, I don't, I don't know what it is about your face. I just don't like your face. Uh, and him and then a, a woman call. I don't, I don't know who the woman actor is, but it's like, yeah, let's go to Vegas. Get all drunk and crazy. Let's steal a cop car. Woo, yeah. Not up in here. Not up in here. <laughs> the not up in here screaming is fucking, I scream that at work a lot. <laughs> Not up in here. Anyway, um, so now Phil says, uh, hey, look, man, I'm a teacher, all right? And I know if I was on a field trip or something, it would look really bad if I lost one of the kids. Like, nobody wants that kind of bad press. This, So you losing a cop car, I mean, that looks bad on you. So surely there's some way we can uh, work this out, with, you know, without your superiors knowing that you lost your own fucking cop car and everything. Maybe we can... Work, work, work a deal, you know. <clears throat> and so now <laughs> they go in to this room where the well, so there's like a, the time, like because they're like, there ain't no way that's gonna work. And then like the gal, the the female cops, like whispers. has a piece of paper and she's like whispers something. And he looks at it and he just starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got it. So now we cut to a little like conference room or whatever with all of the kids from the school tour, aforementioned school tour. Sitting there, and they're like, okay, so we're going to learn about tasers. And uh, <laughs> so uh, Stu's first cop shoots Ed Helms. And like he, he doesn't even see it coming because yeah, they do just, just like to press it up against yeah, the neck and drop it off. And he just yeah. falls. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And then there's also this kind that shoots out the things, and, and it's Phil, and he gets it right in the nuts. So yeah. there's your nut trauma, brand, nut trauma Brandon. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> Bradley Cooper gets a in. taser right to the pills, dude. And then uh, God, that would hurt. Oh God, it yeah, would. I just—I mean, I would rather take two of those to the shaft than any one to the nut. Like, uh, I can't imagine what that would feel like. Oh, taser, I, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so now, last is Alan. Much like your weenus. <laughs> what did they call him? When did they call him Fat Jesus? I think oh. here, yeah. Okay, now it now it's your turn, Fat Jesus. Or, yeah. yeah, and so who who volunteer kids? Who wants to take down Fat Jesus? <laughs> and of course, it's the kid. 
Oh, and he's it's got that kid. stare on him and again. He's still he's staring. Like, Walking up, just staring at <laughs> fucking Zach Galifianakis, just staring him down. And it's just, it's goddamn amazing. Like, he, this little kid gets his own slow motion walk. Yeah, walk. just staring the whole time while he's going. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. And so he shoots him in the face, and Rob is even like, in the face. But he's still standing, like, Zach's he's coming out fighting it, fighting it. And he's, like, trying to get to the kids, like, oh, yeah, these big guys sometimes got hit him twice and fucking zaps him in the neck and drops him. Drops him on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, who wants their fingerprints done? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is on. at the time when this movie came out, that was like a classic scene of it too. Like, that's, oh yeah, everybody talking about the taser scene. Oh yeah, in the first. taser face, taser face, <laughs> going back to Guardians too. Yeah. What you doing over there, bud? Jacking off. Jacking. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> so now we get to the impound lot. Man, he seems to be struggling. <laughs> Dude, that's my whole existence. <laughs> anyway. My whole life is a struggle. All right, so Stu's pissed off. He's like, I'm telling everyone we stole the car. That was fucked. Whatever. This is fucking bullshit. Fuck it. I'm over it. No, man, just calm down. There's no way that that Mercedes is coming out not fucked up. Like, that we uh, guys, this is fucking terrible. No. Like, he's so mad, but I oh, kind yeah. of agree with what Brad Cooper tells him. It's like, dude, we got out of there... Without getting charged, we don't have to go to court. We don't have to pay any fines. We don't have to spend any jail time. I'll, I've been arrested a couple times. Yeah, that's and, a win. That's and a win, I would have been like, dude, tase me. If you tase me and let me go, then fine. Tase yeah, me. <laughs> that's a win. But yeah. Because I don't know if you have things on your record, but that's there for a long fucking time. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we, we won. But <laughs> Alan, Zach Halvin, is like, I just can't bear to lose anybody close to me again. Not after my grandpa. I miss my grandpa so much. Oh, well, how'd he die? World War II. Oh, fuck. <laughs> in battle? No, skiing in Vermont. It just happened to be during World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because obviously World War II. Yeah. He ain't going to be alive. During, like, yeah. I never knew his grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this, so uh, loyal listener Jeff, who's been brought up a lot on the show. There's once he was staying over at the house and we're hanging out, and uh, my older brother came home a bit tipsy. And made some, some like, Nazi joke or World War II joke or something. And Jeff was like, dude, that's not fucking funny. My granddad died in World War II. Or he died in a concentration camp. And Lauren was like, oh, f- fuck. <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah, he got drunk and fell out of a guard tower. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know where he heard that joke or if he came up with it. I don't know, but... Like it was one of the best fucking things ever. That's so props to props to like listener I don't Jeff. know. Like I know that at my age right now, which Zach Galifianakis is older than me. Obviously, he's he's, he's he was 40s. forty during this. Forty nine. So you said right something now, right? He was yeah. forty during this movie. So oh yeah. right, right, right. Fifty two. So, but I know that my grandfather fought in World War Two, and if he would have died in World War Two, I wouldn't be here because none of his children were. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'd have to be pretty old, I guess, if you're if you're. I if you so. had kids before going to right, fight in World right. War II, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my grandparents but, had nothing to do with World War II. And also, II. were you just scratching your beard on your mic? Like, no. I just heard the scratching. It I was, was actually. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so the car comes out, and it's not fucked up. It's perfect. It's pristine. And they're like, okay, well, that's a win. Awesome. Okay. And they get in, they're driving along, and then they hear this knocking. Like, what is that? What? Oh, there's also, oh, there's, there's also yeah. the scene where it's like, is this a snake skin? Right? 
and the and oh, it's a condom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Alan pulls a condom. He's like, "Is this a snake skin?" And they're like, "Oh god!" Oh, no. They're throwing a condom around inside the car. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they hear knocking from the trunk, and they're like, "Oh fuck, that's Doug. That's got to be Doug. Pull over, pull over, pull over." And they pull over into the slot. It's definitely not Doug. It is a full naked. Dude, they crack Ken- that thing open, and Ken Jong Ken jumps Jung- out. Just like a goddamn angry freaking badger, like like, like the <laughs> like the the prank snake from the nut jar. Oh, like God. he just comes. sprung out. Another great and classic scene of him just getting out yeah. and beating everybody's ass with a tire iron, yeah. just beating the fuck out everybody. Completely Brad naked. Cooper in the head, and he wasn't supposed to be naked. That was his idea. <laughs> He's the one that's like, you know what? Everybody like, hey, needs it hey, for Todd. comedic value. Yeah, it'd we be need better. My penis. It'd in be this. better if I was naked. Yeah, yeah, and cats off to him. You know. That dude's a doctor, dude. Yeah. dude is a doctor, a legitimate of medicine. Seriously, yes. And he keeps his. Uh, he had a dream of doing stand up, and his wife, who is also a doctor, is like, "Well, do it if that's your dream, do it." And he's in this movie, and he's like, "Fuck it, dude, I'm gonna put my wang in here. I don't care." <laughs> that's incredible. And, and he keeps his license current, like he. Yeah. It wasn't like something he used to do before he became successful as a comedic actor. Like he keeps his license current, and. And he's like had like had like stand up shows or whatever where people had like uh, medical emergencies and he's been the one to go down and help them. Is there a doctor in here? As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah, that's cool. (laughs) One of my favorite lines of the whole movie is this: after they all get their ass kicked and they're all like laying on the ground, I I think it's Bradley. I don't know. I don't know which one of us if it was Ed Helms or Bradley Cooper, whatever. Like God, like he's so mean. Like I just (laughs) 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 they just got their ass kicked. Like he's so So mean. Uh, I I also love how he uh, here's another thing I say all the time for no reason but you want to fuck on me <laughs> you want to fuck on Chow you want to fuck on me you want to like, fuck on me yeah if I see like a YouTube video or if I see anybody get their ass kicked I'm like that guy's so mean <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I have that as a note he was so mean he was so, so mean. mean and lots of fun banter about him being naked so now <laughs> during this Ken's wife was going through cancer treatment and uh, so she was in L A dealing with cancer and didn't know if she was going to survive or not and he would go off to vegas to film and and bradley cooper would drive him back to la like back and forth between so he could be with his wife during this and also like had him over for holidays and like i don't know he was just really taking ken in and helping him through this and this was like the movie that made ken's career right and it just really really hard time for ken and and whole his wife's name. That's why his stand-up special is "You're My Ho." <laughs> but uh, and I don't, I don't know his stand-up that well. But I, I love when he's like what what I've seen of Community in this movie and yeah. in, in these movies. Like I'd assume hilarious. his stand-up like, is pretty good. Yeah, dude, he's fucking amazing in Community. Absolutely yeah, amazing. I, like but, I said, I don't want to speak to a stand-up because I haven't watched it. And a lot I of times, saw, I saw "You're My Ho," but it's really just him like talking mostly about how this movie changed his life and the struggle he was going through and and his wife and how she ended up making it beating cancer and and, and uh but yeah it's it's not a stand up special so much as him just like I so I'm so thankful and I'm so happy for all this. It's like, well great, I'm proud of you, but I, I came here for stand up, bud. Like, well it's what, good to hear that Brad tell Cooper a fucking is joke. also you know sound, uh, yeah, like, like a, a stand up sounds like yeah. a pretty good yeah. person, yeah. Yeah. So he was helping him out a lot during this. Uh, all right. So now, this is where also 
if I was Bradley Cooper and I had Bradley Cooper money, I'd be like, listen, bro, I don't care about you or your life, but here's a million dollars. I'll write a check for you if you say I'm a really cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell stories about how like, I like. Like the money helps too. Fed All you. Right. Fed you or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. The bone broth soup. I was scooping it into your wife's face. What the fuck ever. I don't care. Here's money. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a very Phil move. <laughs> Phil would do that, yeah. So now this is where Galifianakis confesses. All right, guys. I, I slipped something into our Jaeger. I thought it was ecstasy. The guy at the liquor store said it was ex. You're telling me that a drug dealer at a liquor store was untrustworthy? <laughs> um, he's like, I knew you wouldn't take it on your own, so I decided to slip it to you. And I wanted us to have a good time. So we find out that it, this is all Alan's fault. Alan's fault. Yep. So Don't worry, fellas. I did not slip anything into your I, Jaegers. I was watching closely <laughs> to make sure. But I do love, this is where Ed Helm screams, Oh, the drug dealer at the liquor store wasn't a straight shooter? Oh, it's all his fault. I lost a tooth and I married a whore. <laughs> he's better yeah, then, but Even this, without one tooth, yeah, he's, he's in a better up. spot now than yeah. he was before. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Heather Graham's a million yeah. times better than most. Yeah. But I love it. It's like, and I married a whore. And Alan's only response is, How dare you? She's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. I she mean, is a yeah, very nice lady. It's, it's a it's a, just, it's a job I, like anything. I fucking yeah. love that line. How dare you? She's a it's nice nice lady. <laughs> uh, all right. So, all right. Let's just go, let's, guys. Let's go back to the hotel. We'll make some calls. Maybe he's maybe he's back there. Maybe he showed up. Who knows? Let's just go back and regroup. All right. So they stumble back into their room. It, of course, still looks like absolute shit. And. Bradley Cooper goes in and go to the bathroom. He's like, fuck, how do I keep forgetting about the tiger? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, like, I don't, well, yeah, well, none of us can remember anything. And then we look at Alan. Oh, hey, because memory loss is one of the side effects of roofies. You are literally too stupid to insult. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> God damn it, I love that. So fucking much. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful exchange. So anyway, the music's on, and they're like, "Wait, did we did we put music on? What's going on here?" And uh, it's like, okay, everybody, you know, no sudden movements because the tiger. It's like, well, the tiger didn't fucking put on Phil Collins, <laughs> and now Mike Tyson did. Mike Tyson's sitting at the piano, and Phil Collins in the air tonight is going on. But he gets up, and he's like, and they're like, "Holy." Why is Mike Tyson here? He's like, shh, 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 it's my favorite part. And of course, it's the big drum <laughs> fill, right? Do, 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 There's so do, many do, great do, do, YouTube do, do, videos about Bam! This, and yeah. then at that last beat, he fucking knocks, knocks that guy like, the, the fuck, fuck out. out. <laughs> and he drops so fast. God, his there was no, yeah, there was nothing. He just, bam. What you got punched by Mike Tyson? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would probably he- kill heavyweight. You. Professional boxers, yeah, bare knuckle laid out Mike like Tyson that. against your face would probably kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah. easily, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so it lays out Alan, and then uh, apparently during this, Mike Tyson was high as fuck on cocaine the entire time, like he was just coked out, dude. And, I don't, his acting in this movie is horrible, well, like because I don't just, think he's a great actor anyway. Well, I'm yeah, sure, but I, I would expect that. <laughs> He just was a shit show, and he said, but this movie, he's like, wait a minute, so like maybe I can, I, I, 
I think it's because he wasn't boxing anymore. You drowning his sorrow, like right. trying, I don't know, like whatever. Said, he did he was not look to, like he was in very trying good to shape. do. No, no. But so then this kind of made him think. Maybe I can do. Maybe I can do this instead. I can like I can work the angle of my name and notoriety or whatever. So yeah. like kind of helped him get his shit together. I don't want to. I don't know if he like got into a program and went super sober, but at least got his shit together and wasn't belligerently coked out all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So speaking of Coke, <laughs> you need some, but all right. So yeah. now, uh, now we're all going to do a bump. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, fuck. I sneeze. I'm sorry, guys. It's all... <laughs> all right. So now COVID. And so they're like, okay, tell us how you got the fucking tiger here. Like, we don't know. <laughs> we found out that we were drugged. We have no idea. What the fuck was going on or what we were doing, man? Sorry, we do stupid shit when we're fucked up. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to just interrupt because the Phil Collins YouTube videos, there's one that's hilarious because it's like going up to the spot and it's like a deer that's walking towards like a little kid's place. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see that? <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. And then when it like it falls into it and it's just beating the fuck out of this thing. Oh, and it's like the There's so many of those videos. Oh, there are a lot. Yeah, where they sync the drums up and stuff. Yeah. I think I've seen people like falling downstairs, and it's yeah. set to that part of the song. Yeah, it's a great song too. I mean, Phil Collins. It is I a good like song. The song. I, I mean, like the song. You guys too. are musicians. I'm not. No, but, uh, I like I the like song it. too. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I prefer Phil Collins with Genesis. <laughs> I will uh, lecture that on our uh, <clears throat> Patreon. So we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but his. And it's just a shame, that's all. That song's fucking awesome. Yeah. Genesis. Sounds like Arabian Not Phil Collins. Well, there's from, a lot of talent uh, in Genesis, too. Wait, yeah. I mean, Aladdin. Now, when... Uh, what's his that? Who's the Sledgehammer guy? God damn it, I'm drawing a blank. Sledgehammer? Who yeah. yeah no, God, Peter no. Gabriel. Peter when God Peter Gabriel it. was with Genesis, not as big a fan. It was just... It was a bit too, like... Noise art for me at the time, but you know everything has their place. Noise art, but is a... the the Venn diagram of Genesis and Phil Collins, that little spot in the middle, I'm it's a fan of. Well, I, I just I, I'm just I saying say. that this song, I think, and maybe no, probably no small part of this movie has gained that song. You know, like I, I think that that is oh, a, this song that's did, a big this song. song did not need any help. No. This song has <laughs> definitely not needed any. It's help. a it's a big song. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, that's Manny, the drum for whatever that was. That's yeah. the drum fill. No, that was the drum fill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Phil College. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> that's Manny trying not to barf. Nah. Oh, no. I'm be- I, oh, yeah. When I'm I dry heave, that. I'm always like in the toilet. Like, <laughs> 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 Feel it coming in the air tonight. I'm more of a beatboxer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it fucking Rozelle in here? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Oh, Lord. So anyway, they also, before Mike Tyson and his manager leave, like, yeah, Doug's jacket was left behind. Here's your fucking jacket. That's how we found out where you were. All right. Okay, well, cool. Can we, like, come over to your house, look for clues? Like, again, we were fucked up. We don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe there's a, something there. Sure. Yeah, you can absolutely do that when you bring my fucking tiger back, motherfuckers. Oh. 
Are you sure you got it here? You get it back. And then they leave. Like, well, they're also like, 4.30? Sound about right? Or whatever. Yeah, they give them no time really yeah. at all. So now Zach, again, puts like five or six roofies into the steak, like just pushes them into this raw meat. <laughs> and uh, Stu is the one that ends up having to go in and throw it to the tiger. And now we just wait. And then we get Ed Helms sitting at the piano. What did tigers. tigers dream of when they're taking their tiger naps? Which Manny kept saying the whole drive here. He's going to take a little tiger nap. And I did not take and a little tiger nap. He never took his tiger nap. But uh, I was too what drunk. dreams are in their heads when they're in their little tiger beds? Something about Halle Berry in a cat suit. And <laughs> then we can find her Dougie, 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 Dougie. But if he's been killed by crazy meth tweakers. Well, then we're shit out of luck. Uh, <laughs> improvised song. That's a, it just, is great. Uh, Ed, Ed Helms, Helms would be the one that to on do the that. Spot, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, way to go, Ed Helms. Because that, that song was another big part about Tiger Beds. The Tiger Nap song was a thing. And so, they put it on the, the luggage cart. And uh, I like the tails hanging out, like trying to stuff the tail back up under the sheet. That, that's funny because I've got to tell this quick story about staying in a hotel with my beautiful wife, Melanie, who, if you guys listen to the Guardians of the Galaxy, she was on. That's right. So while we were in this hotel in Salina, Kansas, out visiting her family, she got sick. And it wasn't like a normal sickness. It was uh, an inner ear issue that she all of a sudden got where uh, normally when I'm sober, I can remember it. But basically, like the rocks that are in your ear go like just get loose and roll around. So then basically she we was... We have rocks in our felt, ears? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. But like <laughs> every time she moved, she would just get incredibly like dizzy and start throwing up. Yeah, in her ear things are no joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, and I was there with the kids and stuff. I'm like, oh crap. So like, we, like I got some family to come pick the kids up and I'm like, I gotta get her to the hospital. And then I'm like, well shit, how am I gonna get... I don't want to carry her all the way out of this hotel. And I'm like, how am I gonna... Like, and I told her, I was like, should I call an ambulance? Because she literally couldn't move. She's laying on the floor. Every time she tried to move, she'd throw up. And she's like, don't call an ambulance, don't call an ambulance. So I got a luggage cart, and I brought it up to our room, and I picked her up, and I put her on the luggage cart, <laughs> except I didn't cover her. So <laughs> and you got to imagine me, I've got this big beard, and at the time I had long hair, so I'm just this freaking long big beard dude and i'm just carrying out this pretty redhead on a luggage cart that is like <laughs> looks like a dead woman and i'm taking her out to the car and i pick her up and i put her in the car and i take the luggage cart back inside i got so many looks over that i'm oh, surprised did anybody ask back. you anything yeah i'm surprised there were nobody no. said everybody's just like oh, i didn't see shit what no. happens in salina kansas stays in salina kansas <laughs> not, not my chair not my problem yeah. i'll tell you nothing happens in salina kansas <laughs> well, yeah now they're just like oh man i got a story now yeah so they're trying to drive back to Mike Tyson's place, and it and it wakes during the drive, and even kind of claws uh, Bradley Cooper, who's driving. And so they, like, freak out and jump out of the car and let it tear it up a bit. And then they're pushing it the rest of the way. And they make Alan be the one who has to, like, put his arm inside the car to steer. And the tiger keeps being like, ah, my. So um, it would freak me the fuck out. No way I would do that. Yeah, but no. they, they make it. They get the tiger back, and they get to sit and see the security footage. So we get to see Alan standing there pissing in the pool, and uh, we get to watch the whole group like load the tiger into the cop car. And feels like, oh, such a such a beautiful creature. It's just such a beautiful animal. I love it so much. And then on the security camera, he's like mock fucking it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sorry, we do stupid shit when we're fucked up. And I would have done that too, honestly. And Mike's like, yeah. 
Yeah, we all do stupid shit when we're fucked up. All right, yeah. Where'd you get the cop car? Apparently we stole it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Mike's all about that. So now they're driving back to the hotel. I didn't really get anything from, from Mike Tyson's place. Like, I don't think we got any new information other than that's how we got the tiger, I guess. Little side quest. Yeah. And uh, as they're driving back, they get T-boned all of a sudden. That's right. They just get fucking T-boned slamming. And it's Ken Jong, Guy from the trunk, you know. Oh, you thought you were rid of me. Yeah. And his goons drag them all out. And apparently this was rough. Like, they had to do a number of takes. And it was... Ed Helms said it was the worst part was him being drugged through the window because the fake safety glass or whatever they were using. He was, oh, you know, like Bruce's little hands or something. <laughs> he was just like, oh, it's so rough. Like getting pulled through. Oh, oh poor little guy. Yeah. Bradley Cooper got tased in the balls and you're worried about safety glass, you fucking bitch. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, they get dragged out of the car. And he's like, I want my purse back. Because he has the same fucking man purse that uh, Zach Galifianakis had. But mine had $80,000. This one, nothing. Hey, watch it. There are Skittles in there. <laughs> it's like, I just Zach Galifianakis' random lines he yells uh, are just fucking wonderful. There are Skittles in there. <laughs> so, you want to see your friend again? You get me my $80,000. Doug, he's talking about Doug. He's got Doug. This is how we get Doug. Okay, well... Then his purse with the 80000 has to be back at the hotel. We can go get it. We can get this fucking figure out. We can get Doug. It'll be great. And he's like, okay, you got to bring my money to the big rock at the Mojave at dawn. Toodaloo, motherfucker. Toodaloo, motherfucker. And he holds up motherfuckers as he rolls the window up slowly. <laughs> motherfucker. Does he bring his eyes up to like all the way yeah, up? To and like, he like, yeah, and he raises like, his head <laughs> to follow the window as it goes up. Yeah. So now they go back and they tear the room apart, I guess, even more than it already was torn apart. Uh, no luck. They don't find anything. Alan finally has an idea because he finds the card counting book. And he's like, look, we can, we can, just, we can do this. What the fuck else are we going to do? Well, let's go for it. So now we get the exact same song and shot as Rain Man, where Tom Cruise has taken Dustin Hoffman to the casino where they come down the escalator, standing next to get you know, in suits. Yeah. The, the, the Rain Man shot, and they completely recreate that here. Um, so we sit at the blackjack table, Stu and Heather Graham. With Heather Graham, they roll up. Like, they sit, different, and, yeah. And I like, sit kind of down the table a bit to help fill out the, the thing. And so he does it, but he does it a little bit too well, you know? Um, he's not being very subtle about the about the gambling. Yeah, like no. his lips are moving the whole time. Yeah. Like it's on his, and he's like four plus two. Which yeah. I guess technically, when you're counting cards, you're just counting high cards versus low cards and how many have been played. So you're just keeping like a tally of high cards versus low cards, which doesn't seem that hard. Yeah. But usually when I'm in Vegas, I'm drunk, so I'm not even. Well, I, I yeah, I only ever do the slot machines. I don't ever. I, don't I hate slot machines. Anymore. Just because it seems like every time I play a slot machine, I put my money in and I hit a button and then my money's gone. And it's yeah. like, well, shit, at least with cards, I, at, least, at least I'm the one that made my money go away. Like, yeah, yeah no, fair, I probably shouldn't but, have hit on 16. But I'm not good with cards. I can't even fucking win a hand of PA. I'm definitely not going to put money down, you know? <laughs> PA. I ain't played that in a bit. Yeah. Me neither, thankfully. <laughs> and hopefully never will again. Um, anyway, so, yeah, Stu and Jade sitting there. and But, yeah, the pit bosses start to watch because at one point he splits fives. And there's a whole thing about splitting fives is a bad idea because they're both so low. There's no reason. You have a 10 there. 
Well, yeah, you got a 10. You're better you off could, to just hit on yeah, a 10. Yeah, exactly. Right. So when he splits fives, the dealer goes splitting fives, and the pit boss looks over because, like, that's a sign of something's going on here. Yeah, Nobody would normally They know that, that there's yeah. a low card probably yeah. coming. So uh, the pit boss is starting to walk over, and Jade falls over. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, no. And... And uh, Stu's like, oh, my, my wife, this is my wife. And, like, they distract the pit boss and make her, uh, make him deal with her until they glance over and see that Yeah, so, oh, your neck's probably hurting or whatever. Yeah. And that's, like, turning it into a deal. And they oh, look no, over and they see he's gone. Like, no, nope, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, good. And they just move on. Yeah. yeah so, and uh, great, that plays well for the movie, but. It's Las Vegas Casino, so there are going to yeah. be other pit bosses. There are cameras fucking everywhere. They're going to be. It wasn't to... just one that was walking oh, yeah. out there. I'm sure there's two more coming from. Oh yeah, at least two more and coming then from cameras angles. literally yeah. every angle, everywhere in that entire casino. So they're going to be like, okay, so where are the two guys that walked away from the table? Let's follow them out of the casino. Like, there's no way that that would actually work, but you know, for movie sake. So we drive out to the the desert here, and we get another improvised song. But this time from Zach. Well, like, well, you know, uh, Ed Helms like, Doug, we're getting Doug back. We're getting Doug back. And then it's, we're the three best friends that anybody ever had. We're the three the best, best friends, friends that anybody, anybody ever had. Ever. We're the three best friends that anybody ever had. We'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. We're the best three friends. Anybody <laughs> ever. I mean, I mean, we're the best three best friends. <laughs> and they're just like. Why do you got? Why do you got to ruin everything, dude? Like, what do you? Why <laughs> it's kind of excruciating yeah. as a watcher. <laughs> and he just keeps I going, it, and I love how they like they let it play out. So even as the viewer of the movie, you're just like, Jesus Christ, you know? Like they just really yeah. like fucking hammer yeah, that. I, home. Liked, I liked it. It was nice. No, it's a great part of the movie. It's just like it puts you into his head, where it's like this poor yeah, bastard, this <laughs> fucking guy. So uh, they make it. We see that. As they drive in, we see Ken Jong's face, and the the car pulling up is reflected in his sunglasses. This is a recreation of a shot from Casino. Yeah, where yeah. they're going out there to do a deal in the desert. So a lot of a lot of little shout outs to probably better movies <laughs> in this movie. But uh, so they make the handoff and they get Doug, but it's not Doug. It's just that the drug dealer from the liquor store also happens to be named Doug. And they don't know it until the, the, until the handoff is complete. Yeah, the handoff's complete, and they pull him off, and it's like, the Doug we're looking for is white. <laughs> Damn, Alan, what you got me into? So this is where we find out, wait, you know this guy? Yeah, he's the one from the liquor store. He sold me the shit, blah, 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 blah. His name's Doug. What a mix-up. And I love that uh, Bradley Cooper's like, God damn it. Gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Shoot! Yeah, he's like, <laughs> just, like a kid. Just yeah. like, this, is, this is my hero. And like following him along, like kicking at the dirt and doing whatever. So f- this is where and they try to give Doug back. He's like, no, hold on, fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. What the fuck? Wait. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of white Doug, black Doug. He's like, hey, let's let's just let's just let's just calm it down with that black Doug shit, <laughs> All right? So this is where we finally get the uh, opening scene of Bradley Cooper calling Tracy to say, yeah, we lost Doug. Your your marriage, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, we, we he's fu- like, we he's finally, up. he is finally the one. Because the whole time he's like, just stay calm. We're going to get this figured out. And he's like, nope, we're fucked. It's over. Yeah, we're fucked. It's over. And this so opening scene, it was just him. And you can blurrily see the guys in the background. But now he's off in the background ta- making this phone call. And we get the guys at the car where... Doug is like, yeah, we always wonder why they call roofies, man. They should call them floories. 
You're more more likely to end up on the floor than you are the roof, you know. And uh, this is where Stu is like, "Wait, what the fuck did you say?" Uh, Floris? Uh, what do you mean? No, <laughs> on the roof, on the roof! Oh my god! And he runs up and like slaps fucking Bradley like, yeah, Cooper. I figured it out. Him, knocks him down. <laughs> yeah, he was just joking. Well, whatever. Blah blah blah. I know where Doug is. We gotta go. <laughs> and they race back. So now. As they're driving back, this is where Stu's like, you can't open windows in Vegas. They make it, none of their windows open, obviously, because if someone loses a lot of money, they're going to fucking jump out and kill themselves. They don't want that. You can't open. So there's no way that mattress was thrown out of our room. Which is coincidentally why they also lock access to the roof. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So how did his mattress get up there? Oh, fuck. He's on the roof. Yeah. We must have taken him up there on a prank. Oh, my God. Classic. They talked about how they did it like at camp or something. Like they carried yeah. oh, yeah, mattress to, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, just like at camp. So they get up there, and sure enough, they find poor, sunburned, dehydrated, horribly fucked up Which dog. there's enough equipment and shit up there and stuff where, like, you, there shouldn't be a time of day where you couldn't find shade. Like, that's the part that bothered me about it. Like, he's just sitting in the sun when they found him. It's like, dude, there's all this stuff there well, that you could even lay under. When he's yeah. that fucked up, you're kind of defeated. You're just laying there like, Ugh. Day just two, though. You'd think that kill guy me. would. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's got to be fucked up because he yeah. also hasn't had water for He got a horribly day drunk as sun. shit, so he's, yeah. he's had to deal with a hangover without any hydration or anything. Yeah, that, and oh, then my God. I would, I would jump off the roof, probably. probably just, yeah, just fucking in. I would have laid on the ground and placed the mattress on top of me. I probably would have been up there just screaming like hell, trying to get somebody's attention, you know? Yeah, being like, so we find out like he threw the mattress off to try to signal. <laughs> Throw the mattress down, I'm going to land on it. <laughs> <laughs> butt stuff? <laughs> Spontaneous butt stuff? <laughs> aren't the same thing. No, no, <laughs> no I meant because it's on the sp- the mattress oh. was on the sphere. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that would be of, uh, what the the boys were Homelander. Like, there's a girl standing on a ledge, and he's like, "Yeah, it's my birthday. I got to save someone every birthday, so you're my you're my birthday save." But I don't know, whole fucking back and forth dialogue where finally he's like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Just jump." <laughs> She's like, wait, wait, Is what? that in the last season of it? Yeah, the, oh, the, the, the news one. Yet. He said, just, just jump. Wait, what? No. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Spoiler fucking alert. Christ. <laughs> it's like episode three of the season. It's fucking fine. <laughs> anyway, all right. So now we got Doug back. We got our shit together. But all the flights are sold out. Like, there's no way to get quickly back to L.A. What the fuck are we going to do? We're getting married in five hours, right? All right. Well... I have an idea. You guys, you know, load up the car. I got to go talk to Heather Graham really quick because you, I mean, you don't just walk away from that. You got to lock that down. Yeah. And so he goes over and talks. Well, and, he did lock it down. Well, but yeah. then he unlocked it. Well, but he didn't remember. Move. So now he, now he oh. needs to like, in his conscious mind, actually lock it down. He's like, okay, so thanks for giving me the ring back. Thank you for being so understanding that we were just fucked up and I'm so sorry. But, you know. Uh, this is where he finds out you pulled your own tooth out to show that you were a good dentist because your guys were making fun of you and you want to show how good of a dentist you are. Ha ha ha. And he's like, okay, so, you know, we got to get back and do this wedding thing and, and get some shit sorted out. But can I come back and like take you out to dinner like a, like a proper date? And that's, that's the move. If you got a chance to take Heather Graham out on a date, you take Heather Graham out on a fucking date. All right, I'm going yeah. to put this on my notepad. Marry a chick. 
annul it and then take her out. Yes, that's the that's the order. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It, if it's Heather Graham. Yeah. Yeah, if it's Heather Graham for sure. I'm it, looking at I'm looking at you two fellas because I am not married. I mean, she's like 52, 53 now or something. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, even still, matter. Doesn't still, even matter. Absolutely. Heather Graham at any age. Heather Graham. Period. Yeah. Yeah. She will always be agree. always be roller girl. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Connelly too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, on that fucking motorized horse thing. Mm-hmm. God, what movie was Can't that? Can't have some mores without Grams. That's right. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> she. Uh, she. I'll stop there. <laughs> so they race back to Los Angeles, and Doug's like, "Hey, I uh, have this man bag with me." $80,000 in chips. Looks like we're going home yeah, winners, this is not guys. not a complete loss, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, cool. And during this, a truck pulls up yeah. next to him. Mission Impossible Tuxedo Service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a truck pulls up and, like, chucks wrapped up tuxedos at him. Um, so this, the the guy, dri- or not the guy driving, the guy throwing the tuxes is the lead singer of the band, whatever the song playing at this time. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't I had a note at one point, but now it's not here anymore. Who knows what happened to that? But <laughs> anyway, the lead singer of the band who's playing in the soundtrack right now is the guy like throwing the tuxes out of the van at them. So they they get in their tuxes, they get they make it all dressed up in their suits and great. And he walks up and his fucking face is all red. She's like, "What the fuck?" And he goes, "Baby, it's a crazy long story, and I promise nothing like this will ever happen again as long as." We live, at least until the sequel. That's what you always say. Yeah, you got, always got to say, at least until the sequel. So the saga continues. And then we get the Dan Band. The Dan Band from. <laughs> I old... just tried to search who that guy was, and yeah. that's who came up was Dan Finnerty, who's oh, not yeah. the guy the, that did yeah. the Yeah, no, the Dan Band was from like old school and uh, from a bunch of these. Todd Phillips staple, like he puts the Dan Band where they do, they do songs, but he makes them raunchy, like. I fucking need you now tonight. I fucking need you more than ever. You know, you like add shit. Yeah. And I think this one is uh, the one in this movie is. What's t- that dude look Take like? you down to the candy shop and let you lick on my lollipop. Like he's doing a <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Song. Yeah, yeah. No, take yeah. you down to the candy shop. Yeah, but they're doing it as like a soul R and B kind of number, right? Lick you lick on my lollipop. Exactly. Thank you. So we get, yeah, the Dan Band. So now Melissa's pissed off and yelling at Stu because she found out he was in Vegas instead of wine country. And he's like, yeah, well, whatever. You're a fucking bitch. And you fuck that guy on the cruise. What you got? Oh, no. I just figured out the guy's name. Mike Vallely, who's the band Revolution Mother, was the one. There it is. Sorry. All right. So he goes off on Melissa and and she's like, that's not how this works. He's like, well, fucking do it. That dude is on the uh, the the new songs by Drake, the raunchy the wedding singer. Guy? Yeah, because when you said that, I was like, "That's got to be it." Because there's a little bit on it. That... So you just admitted you you listen to Drake? No, I looked at it. Other people listen to Drake. I have just been witness. You've watched people listen to Drake. Yeah, I watch a lot of people do things. Does that mean that you've also listened to Drake then? Yeah. Subsequently. Subsequently, yeah. Vis-a-vis. Yeah. yeah. By, uh, by association. By osmosis. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right, so the Dan Band is hanging out with Drake. Anyway, <laughs> so we dump Melissa because she says that's not how this works. And he goes, good, because whatever this is ain't working for me. And it's like, hey, you fucked that waiter. And then Alan's like, I thought it was a bartender. Oh, right. 
It was a bartender. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. And you can see uh, Bradley Cooper like in the background, just like yeah, but a big <laughs> smile on his face, like yeah. You know, one, he's got to be Fuck like you, I bitch. At one, you know, he's like, okay, this is my friend. I'm glad he's finally doing this because he's been telling him to do him this. But yeah. he's also treated him a lot the same. He's like, no, we're using your credit card, or no, you're doing this, yeah. or no, you're doing that. But finally, you grew a pair, and you're yeah. standing up. You know, he gave his balls so then, a tug. So then he's yeah, give your balls a tug, but. Um, and Take so your penis and go. He storms off, and this is where Galifianakis walks up to Melissa. <laughs> He's like, you know, I've been thinking about getting my bartender's license. Fuck off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like going in to make a move. Hey. Oh, she fucks bartenders. I've been trying to get my bartender's shooters, license. Shooters shoot. Uh, uh, yeah, he's shooting. That's for sure. It's just God. It's fucking goddamn Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, no, that's a great movie. And this was like this was supposed to be Jack Black. There were a whole bunch of other people that were supposed to play this role. And I just, like and I love Jack Black. But I, I don't think I he love done... love Jack Black. Yes, but there's no fucking way that no. he would have worked in this. I don't this, think so. Like Gal- not, I mean, he's great, but not. This is just that awkward. It would have changed everything. But this, like the the super awkward blatant in-your-face idiocy that yeah. Galifianakis brings. Like, it's it's just so fucking perfect. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone who would work. Like, who is that way? Who who would who would play that kind of role? But I don't... It's perfect. No, he does yeah, great in it, this It's in this great, movie, yeah. yeah. I just... Uh, thinking of getting my bartender's license. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. So, all right. Now, afterwards, after, you know, we're all hanging and Alan's like, oh, I found, I found Stu's camera. Look, we got a digital camera, so we got all the pictures on here. We can look through. Okay, well, we're all going to look once and just once, and then we delete it, right? We all yeah, agree? they all kind of had a say in it, because, like, uh, uh, Stu was like, just delete them. We won't look at them. Yeah, just I don't want to know. And, and, and uh, Bradley Cooper's like, no, yeah, let's... He wanted to keep him, which he's got a wife and a kid. Like, what? You know, you yeah. don't know what kind of. Which he hate, He's like, I hate my fucking life. This is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but so I think Doug was the one who's finally like, we'll, yeah. we'll look once and then we'll delete it. Like compromise. Yeah. So then we get our ending credits with a series of random shots of them like being fucked up and stealing the tiger and a fucking car and hanging out in the fountain and like doing all sorts strip of club stuff. Yeah, just and, terrible shit. And the wedding, of course, yeah. and more Heather Grimm's. And, and then also Zach Galifianakis getting a blowy in an elevator from some old woman. She's like an elderly woman. Yeah. yeah and that's, that's when you see the Zach Galifianakis being. <laughs> yeah. Which, which was definitely a prosthetic, but he also <laughs> apparently tried to bribe one of the editors Again, cut, I didn't. I didn't out. have it. Yeah, I didn't have that. To cut it out, like uh, on, on all the pictures. Like leave those pictures out. The one of him with the wiener out getting. Yeah, he wanted that cut he out. Did not, he why? did not want. He wanted those left out of the movie. And so he, maybe it he, wasn't he, a prosthetic. He, he offered the demo. Well, no, he just didn't. <laughs> I, it was pretty funny when it's going. Well, through yeah, it's, it's funny, like, but he's just like, yeah, I don't. I don't want that. Like, it might be a bit on the nose, I yeah. guess, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. tried to get it removed, and they didn't remove it. Obviously, it's still there. So that is uh, so <laughs> that's so, the unrated version, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, and that's that's the end of the movie. So now, all of this said, as Bill Cosby will let you know, this is not how roofies work. You don't just black out and party all night. You just immediately pass out and go unconscious. And Bill Cosby would know. He's a diddler. So this movie would never happen because Bill Cosby they, actually said that. 
He's like, <laughs> that movie is so unbelievable because as you know, when you slip to someone the roofie and the pudding, and they immediately pass out, and then you get a diddle in the piddle. Yes. That sounds like him. Yeah. And David Letterman goes, uh-huh. No, no, no. But this is me. That roofies don't work this way. You don't take roofies and then just blackout party all night. You, I mean, so they would all just be unconscious on the rooftop and then wake up in the morning and go like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, like that. I don't know. I don't this, know. This I movie is not how roofies work. They, it, it knocks you out. It doesn't make you just black out and still operate. I don't think it just operate. knocks you out, though, because I feel like you the, have to yeah. be like, like, you just pass out in a bar if that's how it works. Okay, so I'm going to, and Mel well, might get mad at me about this story, but we were out at a bar a, in not, Kansas City. Uh-huh. And we were watching a band play. It was the Bottleneck. I don't, and I don't think the Bottleneck still Bottleneck's exists anymore. Bottleneck's Lawrence. That's or Lawrence. The bottleneck. Yeah, that's no, Lawrence. No, it was, it, was, it was Kansas City. I can't remember what it was called offhand. But I was, was it in Westport? This band. No, no, it wasn't in Westport. It was like downtown. Not too far from the Madrid Theater. There's a few different places down there. This was kind of a, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a, a, a dive place, right? Anyway, we were watching this band. It's called Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. was the name of the band we were going to see. Is it Right Room? And uh, No, Melanie would probably All remember. Right, it doesn't matter. But we're in there, and like I'm, I'm there, and I was like, oh, crap. We had chicken wings before, right? And like from the peanut, because the peanut chicken wings are the best oh, chicken the wings best. in the world. Yeah. So I'm in there, and this is a crappy little dive bar, and I'm like, oh, my guts are not good. And so then I had to go use a very dirty bathroom and stuff, and I'm in there for a bit. And I come back out, and Melanie's drinking this drink, and I was like, what is that? He's like, oh, this guy over there bought me a drink. And I'm like, well, that's Okay. But the dude kept hanging around and hanging around and hanging around until I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You bought her a drink. This is, we're here together, yeah, obviously. Get, get the fuck out. And then all like we we watched the band and everything. And then she got like super sick. Like she was out of it. I'm like, how did you get so fucked up? Yeah, it's like, like you're fucked like, up. Yeah. It did just fuck her up real bad. And then she was terribly hungover the next day. And then we realized, like, fuck, that dude slipped you something in your drink. Yeah. You shouldn't have not, you shouldn't. Which at the time, I was like, fuck it. If that dude wants to strike out and buy, you know, the girl yeah, I'm here with drinks, then let him. You know, whatever. Let but him like, let him pay the money to get you fucked up so I can do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like he was like, like, like a shark, right there. Shark and I'm just like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Like, dude, you get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. it ain't going to okay, happen. But. Yeah. but you're not going to go out and fucking steal a cop car and steal tigers. No, and definitely and not. And rage all night like they did. That's not. You get, you get, you just get super sloppy. Like that happened to one of my, you, one of my friends at, we were at a club uh, for uh, Halloween and all of a sudden she just like was super sloppy. And we're like, how did you get this drunk? We've all been drinking the same amount. Like what the fuck is going on here? And then we didn't realize it till the next day, but she did slip and fucking busted her head open a little bit on the toilet. Cause she was, not feeling good, but yeah. No, I mean, I, so, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it just knocks you directly out. But it doesn't it knock you out. It makes you real fucked up real fast. Yeah, yeah. but you're not going to go out and have a whole evening of crazy debauchery. Probably not. But if three of us were like, okay, all of a sudden we got slipped roofies and we're just fucking reverberating bad ideas between each other and being too fucked up. I don't to think we'd have the wherewithal to go and do all this. Shit Probably not. We're old yeah. though. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I, anyway it, it doesn't matter. Right? Movies are a horrible thing. And that's what kind of pisses me off in the movie. I mean, there's plenty in the movie to piss me off. But like this dude, Doug, the drug dealer, Doug, he's like, oh, fuck, I must have mixed up the roofies with the ecstasy. And you're like, dude, what? all right, there's good drug dealers that sell you whatever good drugs are there. But the dudes that are selling frat boys roofies are pieces of shit. I agree, <laughs> like, like dude. If you're, if you're assisting in rape, you're a piece of shit. A paycheck's a paycheck to some folks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. Sorry. Go off on a tan- tangent no. there. It's important. We need to 
raise awareness because people spike drinks and people are assholes and people yeah. try to be drug and take advantage of other people. So yeah. Oh, one of, the great, one of the great re- regrets of my life is that if I'd have known what, what that dude had done, then I would have beat the fuck out Pop of him. <laughs> like, yeah. it wouldn't, I wouldn't have been like, just get the fuck out of here. Because when I said, it's like, dude, if I see you again, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. And, and he did. He left. But in hindsight, I'm like, well, shit, I should have beat his ass. Or I should have got the cops ass, involved. Yeah. Or something, yeah. Something, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, is that record, so record bar? Um, no. Bar, bar doesn't matter. Bar I'll, I'll look it up. Just I don't think it guess. exists anymore. Right. But it used to so, be. that's the end of this movie. Now that we're Weirdly told enough, our roofie uh, stories. <laughs> I've sobered let's, up a little bit, too. Good, good. So let's go around this horn here and tell, uh, tell our thoughts, man. So you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, this movie's great, man. Um, I actually rewatched it for this. No, ha, admittedly, uh, like I was. supposed to. Yeah, well, I was, I was more fucked up than I thought watching it, uh, which, okay, makes sense. I was super hungover this episode, Mitch, also. Makes it's sense. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a rewatch. That's a long-winded way to say it. it's a rewatch. Yeah. It's a funny movie. It's not something super serious, so. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no. I mean, you can start watching this movie at any point, and it's going to be funny if it's on. There's definitely some stuff, like I said, they got away with 14 years ago that's probably, that is, I mean, I'm going to say it's not probably, it's it's unacceptable now, and uh, it, it yeah. was unacceptable then, Inappropriate, but it's a funny uh, movie, and, yeah. and it is a rewatch. It's a great movie. Yeah. I feel that this one came out and kind of uh, shook the comedy world back up, because it was getting so formulaic for a while, and it was so repetitive and, and I don't know we, everything had to be either Will Ferrell or Judd Apatow or what like it was just all getting stagnant and and the same shit over and over and this just kind of like no motherfuckers and it was like a it was a new an original comedy I just feel like it really burst out and and uh, just broke the comedy movie thing back out it makes me think of like stoner stoner movies a bit yeah like and and it but but a lot of times you know like grandma's boy or half-baked comedy movies are usually sleepers like they don't they're not huge box office successes they're not world famous you're not hearing about them all the time you find out about them later because your fucked up buddy has it on dvd or action or whatever you know whatever um but this one was like a major budget big fucking Thing and it'd been a long time since I think any comedy had been like massively advertised, big budget, big in your face picture. I th- I just think that this did a lot for the comedy genre, and it was pretty original and concept. Like, there's a whole lot beyond the fact that yeah, this movie is just at any given moment you can if you're channel surfing and it, you see oh Hangover and you it doesn't matter what second you click into in this movie you're coming into something fucking hilarious yeah like this movie is fucking funny start to finish it's and it's, on it's HBO fantastic Max, if you yeah, there it you is. go yeah. uh the sequel they just wanted to do the exact same thing but in thailand and it it's and it's that's problematic because yes you want to do the same thing that's what made it a success and people want you know your 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 fans always want the same but different and you've got to figure that 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 line out and they they failed miserably on the second. The second one is fucking terrible. But third one's not not too not too bad because they did something 
right? Pretty different, different with it. Yeah. And um, also, man, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say everybody's been this, but I know that I've been blackout drunk probably more than I should oh, have sure. been. And you, you wake up in the morning, you're just looking around like, Jesus Yeah, Christ, that was me last night. What happened? Yeah. Like, like, well, and there's that dread in the pit of your gut. You're like, what, what did I do? Yeah. Or what yeah. did I say? So and we like, can relate to it. Never at this scale, but that's why the movie's great because we all get to be like, I've been there, but never like this. This is awesome. You know, like you kind of get to live out shit you never even dream of doing (laughs) through these guys. And it and it's it's great. It's absolutely a rewatch. I mean, fucking 10 out of this movie is fucking great. It's it's wonderful. Uh, Just stop at this one. Don't go through the sequels. (laughs) Yeah. All right. There we go. If you like what you heard. You can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. You can find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party because you can do spaces there. Email us, rewatchparty at gmail.com. Really? You know, tell us your hangover stories or maybe your roofling stories or maybe you're pooping yourself or I, what else have we talked about on this? We that, all have yeah. pooped ourselves. We've, we've, had a, we've had a lot of weird conversations. Shit happens. Yeah. Shit does happen. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> what, shit? Sometimes. <laughs> Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Three best friends in the whole world. (laughs) Also, don't forget about our tournament of champions ever ongoing. You can uh, always vote in those polls on Twitter or Facebook or find us on challenge.com to fill out your bracket or just follow along with the bracket. Whatever the fuck you want to do, it doesn't matter to us. It doesn't, honestly. Do what you feel is right. Just sit around and do absolutely nothing and then listen to the episode when it comes out. And that's totally fine. I mean, it's cooler, though, if you let us know that you're there listening. Yeah, it's great. So and we're not we appreciate into the void. We we appreciate you know feedback or when you write stories or excuses for how you voted and and things like that and that's all very much appreciated. So please do that. But if you don't want to and you just want to listen, that's fine. As long as you're listening. Hashtag Team BJ Girl. Oh yeah, Team BJ Girl. Yeah, that's gonna be forever, <laughs> man. Yep, sure is, bud. I believe you. Join us next week as we eat Ray Liotta's brains and get into some light kink. With Julianne Moore. Dream of mine for sure. In Hannibal. She is spicy. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and half a Manny. I'm still here. And thanks for rewatching. <laughs>
I have information about Annibal Lecter. <laughs> Fantastic. You're trying to catch me yourself, aren't you? He killed three policemen while in custody. Turn the face off one of them and he will kill you too. Hey, by any chance, trying to trace my whereabouts? You naughty girl. Very serious thought to eating your wife. 